Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this was our first ever Freedom Fight breakdown. Um, we're supposed to have more than one person come over to help me break this down, but they got caught up at the Astros parade. So uh, me and Tyler just kind of went through and knocked it out. It was pretty fun. I had a good time. Um, uh, Tyler has been doing jujitsu for about a year. He had, uh, he had just gotten his uh, blue belt in May, so I felt he would be a good uh, person to come in here and uh, bounce uh, UFC 217, I think it is, uh, off with him. But yeah, it was fun. Um, I really enjoyed talking uh, talking some MMA. Um, this will probably become a recurring thing. Uh, I'm not going to do it with the fight nights or anything like that. Uh, probably just the the, the pay per views and uh, maybe only if they're really high profile fights. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a little something different. I usually don't try to just stick to one subject, but uh, for the sake of it being obviously a fight breakdown, we kind of had to. Um, obviously, listening through it, you'll notice that that's not all we spoke about. We kind of ended up touching on some other stuff. And also for the first time, I'm trying out this whole new intro thing, so that way I just don't do the whole awkward introduction while they're sitting in front of me. Uh, I feel like that kind of, you know, turns some people across from me off, like they kind of, they get a little self-conscious and awkward about me introducing them, so I figured it would be better this way. But anyways, it was a good time, uh, and I'll be back with another episode next week. So thank you for checking out the Freedom Fight Breakdown, and enjoy the episode. Okay, so we live now. We live. Trying a new thing. We'll see how it goes, but um, we're going to start breaking down these fights and making predictions. So we'll go, we'll break down first, opinions and all that jazz, yeah. and then from there... We'll pick rounds and way of defeat. <laughs> so we start with Joanna Yojacek. And I want to point out that I spelled her name the way it sounds. So I <laughs> so I remembered how to pronounce it. Because if I spelled it the other way, I don't even think I would yeah. have been able to. But um, a lot of people have her, uh, a lot a big problem pronouncing her name. I did when I first started uh, watching her fight, too. So Joanna Yojacek, yeah. I believe is how it's pronounced. Uh, you know what's fucked up? I I just saw, you know, the because I posted a picture that we were gonna do this, and I I yeah. saw the the promo picture, and everybody it'll say like, you know, Biz being you know Saint Pierre, yeah, and stuff, and and Dillashaw, you know, Garbrandt, yeah. But for her, they put Joanna. Oh yeah, <laughs> they don't put yeah. they don't put her last name. They'll put they either put that or they'll put Joanna Champion. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Because I mean, it's so hard to pronounce her last name, spelling it too. It's it's crazy. We'll we'll see. Pr pronouncing it, I don't think is that hard. It's but it's, it's by seeing the spelling of it is it fucks you up. Yeah, at least the someone, pronunciation. Uh, of it. At least somebody with a fucked up last name, like say Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> It, it, if you see the spelling, it kind of makes like, sense. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But hers, there's a there's random yeah. random letters. Roses is actually pretty tough too. If yeah. you if you, Namajunas is what it looks like it says, Na but it's not it's Namajunas. Namajunas, yeah. yeah. Uh, man, I was actually pretty bummed out when Joanna. Like, I was cool with all her shit talking because you know being confident. Mm -hmm. Fuck, I mean, as rightfully so because she's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. You know, that girl is fucking good. Really, really, really good striker. Um, 
And her takedown defense does you really, really well too. I didn't like I was I was really kind of concerned about it when she fought Andrade. Yeah. And she stuffed her. You know, it was good. It was a great performance. But when she kissed her hand and then just straight put it in Rose's face, like I was fine with all that until she actually like She like, like shoved her? Yeah. I was like, come on, man. Oh, I don't I don't really get down with fighters touching them before the fight starts. I just yeah. it's not that's just to me. It's like, no, yeah. I, I don't like it. So I was kind of like you testing my testing my patience here, because <laughs> I'm really pulling for I was pulling for uh, Joanna for sure. Yeah. Because she's my favorite female fighter probably ever. Yeah. Um, you know I was a big Rousey fan when she first came out. I'm still a Rousey fan. Don't get that wrong at all. I yeah. love Ronda Rousey. Um, but I don't know if she's ever gonna fight again. I hope she does, and I hope she comes back strong. But you know it's tough after you kind of get destroyed twice, twice like that. You know. And, I just think she one, needs to switch yeah. coaches, honestly. But yeah, he's. Yeah, that, that's a we're whole, not gonna go into that, there. That's a whole another thing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, she, um, I mean, she was so hyped up, man. So you know, the higher you fall, I mean, yeah. the higher you go, the, the harder you fall. Follow. Yeah. So I just feel it was just too much. Mm-hmm. And then you know, when she came back for this after her first loss. They fight per- Nunes. They, they, you know, they were saying how she was in the best shape of her life. Well, she was. She looked like great. Like, yeah. It's so like when she first started. And then to just hear all that, like, you know, and I'm sure she was telling herself, like, man, mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back, like, and be destroyed. And then she gets ruined. And then the audio comes out of her corner. And then it's just like, geez, it's just like, it's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> All the signs are there for you to try to go back to what you were doing before you got with Edmund, honestly. Well, see, even Travis Brown. Travis Brown started looking right. more like shit once he, once he switched camps. Got with Edmund, yeah. yeah. But um, um, it is what it is. Yeah. People like what they like, you know? Yeah. Uh, But as far as the Joanna thing, it's like, yeah, I wouldn't have been upset her losing to Rose regardless because I've been a Rose fan since I started watching her fight mm-hmm. uh, in Tough House. You know, I was uh, I watched the Ultimate Fighter pretty frequently. Um, I didn't finish last season just because I was really looking forward to the TJ and Cody fight, and when I heard it was off, it was just kind of like oh, I don't want to watch. Uh, it yeah, I was I was kind of discouraged. Yeah. You know, so I just ended up watching the finale. You know, Jesse Taylor ended up doing his thing, which was really cool. I like Jesse Taylor. Um, but when I saw Rose in the house, I was like, man, this girl's fucking good. Yeah. And then she got, she got destroyed by, uh, Carla Sparza. But I mean, Rose was so green at the time. It's yeah. like, Hey man, there's no shame in that shit at all. And Sparza's veteran and she's really, really good. Um, but then Rose has been on tear since then. Yeah. I think the only person she's lost to is Carolina. And she, she, she's one fighter that to me consistently looks a lot better mm-hmm. every fight mm-hmm. and, I, and i think that comes from how you said that she was very you know she was a noob during the ultimate fighter to where you know it's it you can just see her progression yeah. every fight and that's why i feel you know a lot of people might a lot of casual watchers might feel you know oh Joanna's just gonna you know walk through her yeah it's gonna be an easy fight type thing no, i don't think it's but, gonna be easy but fight i don't think it i think it i think it goes all five rounds mm-hmm. um I just can't. I just don't see anyone beating Joanna. Yeah, it's it's tough to you know to see that right yeah. now. You know, she's oh, I say she's twelve and 0, 13 and zero. I know she's never been defeated. Yeah. Um, I just can't remember how many I wins know she has. If, if she she's up there though. If she wins this one, uh, she's gonna tie Rousey 
I think. For uh, defenses? Presser, for yeah. title defense, which yeah. would be six, I think. That's pretty good. That's really good in any any weight class, yeah. you know? And the thing is, um, uh, a lot of her fights do go all five rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, she just fucking, she outworks every Yeah, she dominates. Yeah. Dominates. Um, the I think the, the hardest one for her that I saw as of late was when she fought Carolina. Yeah. Was that the one where she got like the little hematoma yes. here? Yeah. Yes, she, Carolina she got, rocked her in yeah, the, she, I think the third or fourth round. I can't remember. If, I think it was the fourth round. But, yeah, that, uh, that was pretty back yeah, and it was, forth. It was a good fight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, since Jessica Pinay, after she just, dude, it was surgery. Like she just yeah. dismantled her. Uh, ever since then, I think all her title defenses have been unanimous decision, but they've been very decisive decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, so this should be interesting. I, I like it. I like the matchup. I'm really excited that Rose finally got her shot. She earned yeah. it. I think she's earned it. You know, she's put in all the work and she's literally only lost to one of Joanna's last opponents. Yeah. So shit, why not? And, uh, she destroyed Michelle Waterson too. God. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. She was bleeding all over the place. Um, man, the reason, the reason, uh, she stands out a lot to me or for me personally, you know, it's how even at the weigh-ins, she, so blank. She, her stare is 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 not like even even men. Her her stare down is so, I don't. It's so it's, it's this is probably the worst way to say it, but it's like when you look at if you look at just her eyes, it's mm-hmm. just like like death. Yeah, like it's eerie. N- like it's just, eerie as yeah, fuck. It's just nothing. Yeah, and she's just like looking at you, like she can, like if she's looking mm-hmm. through you. Oh God. And, <laughs> and um. <laughs> And that's I think that's one thing that I noticed, you know, with all the stare down she had with Joanna up coming up to this, you know, Joanna was you know was talking yeah, shit. Yeah, fuck you up. Yeah, and, fuck and you she up. just not even like not even a grin nothing. or uh, just nothing. I don't even think she blinked. Yeah, honestly, she may have stopped breathing. She probably <laughs> checked her pulse. Right? Anybody check her pulse? <laughs> Is she alive? But um, it's cold, man. She's a savage. Yeah, but she she savage mentality. I love it. I. I think I'm gonna pick Joanna mm-hmm. decision, but if if she lost, it would it would not surprise me. No, same. I would I would not be 100%. like what you're just fucking crazy. No, I I, I think it's gonna be a huge huge uh, huge decision one way or the other. But I, I think Joanna takes it yeah. in five for sure. And she she just um, not only is she accurate as fuck, but she's she. She throws an an insane amount of punches. Yeah, and I, I think that's the that's what people are not ready for is mm-hmm. is the the, the high volume yeah. of just complete like because not all every hit is like you know a home run but it's she you're, she just keeps tagging mm-hmm. you whether she's throwing mm-hmm. kicks uh or whatever she just uh she has a high volume of it's like it doesn't stop yeah yeah it's like a fucking bee swarm or something it's yeah. ridiculous uh I want to say. Her fight with Andrade is either Andrade or Carolina. It broke the record for most significant strikes thrown in a women's championship fight. Yeah, it was it was a high high number. I can't remember the exact number. I'd have to go look at it. But and she puts it on more mm-hmm. the the longer the fight goes. Yeah. So once once you you know once you get past like the second round, then she she comes even harder yeah like she just starts smothering like, you and shit. it's not like jose like if you can weather it's like when he fought max holloway i had said i was like dude if max holloway can get him to the third maybe the fourth round that's when jose starts kind of wearing down a lot of fighters do it's yeah. normal it's human you know human nature yeah. 
versus like people like Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar gets there's, there's better. There's like a handful of them. Yeah, a Frankie Edgar gets better as the fight goes on. Yeah. Uh, GSP gets better as the fight goes on. Yeah. Um, Carlos Condit is another one who, if you can get him, Donald Cerrone is the same way. There's a few of them, but yeah. Yohan is definitely one of those people that can take you into the deep water and it's like they figure see if you can swim. They got to figure you out in the first round or two, and they also uh, it's like they got to get tagged a little bit, yeah. and then once they start getting tagged, like okay. Now, now I'm gonna put it on you. Nate Diaz is like that too. Actually, yeah. if you go watch his first fight with uh, Connor, yeah. you know he took he took a beating in that first round, and then he's like, "Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I got this." <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people feel the same way with Connor. Is you just gotta kind of, if you can make it through the the first couple, then you'll be all right. Yeah. Shit, Connor's good though. Oh yeah, fucking Connor. I don't, I don't, a beast, yeah. dude. I don't. I respect that dude. Oh yeah. But um, so yeah, I guess we agree on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh. Joanna in five rounds yeah. uh, by decision. I think the now's the most the fight everyone's most excited about would be Garbrandt Dillshaw. Yeah. Those two right there, man. Uh whew. that's a tough one to actually break down because I just I look at it. I try not to do this, but I look at it off of both their performances against Dom Cruz. Dillashaw had a tough time with Dominic yeah. Cruz, you know, and they gave Dom the 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 decision win, which man, man watching that fight it was really close, man. but I do think they got the right call. Um, and then and then Garbrandt fucking beat the beat the brakes off him hard. <laughs> I actually listened to Dom talk about that fight with uh, Joe Rogan a couple weeks, I think, after the fight went down, and he, you know, he even said he's like, I'm not gonna take anything away from Cody because he was definitely the better man in that fight. You'll never yeah. hear me hate, uh, make excuses. He's yeah. like, but you have to understand my mindset changed throughout that fight because once they showed the cut on the big screen and I heard the crowd gasp in my mind, the doctor's looking to stop this fight here soon. So I got to go out and just throw all my technique out the window and just try to kill him. Yeah. You know, I gotta, I gotta end, I gotta end this fight now. So and it, it would make sense because watching that fight after the cut happened. Dom didn't look the same. Didn't yeah. look like normal Dominic Cruz. Yeah, that, so that's when he started getting you know, tagged up a lot. And yeah, I don't know. Cody I mean, there might be something to that. Yeah. So, but I mean, dude, it's hard to. It's still hard to even like. Ah, well, you know, Cody still put it on him regardless. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, because uh, I mean, even before the cut, it's not like it. Uh, it's not like Cody kind of wasn't having his way. You no, know what Cody I mean? Cody was doing really well. Yeah, um, a lot better than shit. Even I thought, honestly, yeah. I I thought he was gonna do. I, like, I, 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 was, I was leaning Cruz on that one. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, it's hard not to go against, yeah. you know, hard to bet against Dominic Cruz. Yeah. For sure. Um, Man, in all honesty, I mean, it's not, he doesn't look like shit or anything like that. But I feel even from post-surgery and being off, I, I just feel like he's kind of, I don't know. He has that other, he has a, also has that, God, I can't remember the name of this fucking condition he has, but it's something wrong with his feet. Yeah. Um, my mom actually has it too. So she told me like it's so fucking painful. Oh, so, I know what you're talking about. Um, I can't remember. It fuck. starts with a P. Yeah, I heard it on a podcast too. Mm-hmm. I think Brendan Shaw was talking about it. Yeah, that, and that there's no cure it, for it either. That he had it before. Uh, fuck, he had it real bad. A fight before, <laughs> before a fight he had mm-hmm. that it was so bad that when you would wake up that can't walk. Just, yeah, you can't walk. It was like the worst pain ever or some so. shit. He fights with that, so you know, um, and then plus three, three ACL tears or knee injuries, whatever they. I think it was two ACLs and a meniscus or something like that. Something, something super bad to where you have. To but take isn't a he lot like? Because he, he's cutting a lot of weight now, right? 
Kadam? Yeah, because wasn't he fighting? Uh, no, he's always been one thirty-five. I want to say he's always been wait. He had he had like one or two fights in a either forty-five probably in a lower or higher weight class, but everybody was like, never. Well, no, because I I think he's always been thirty-five. Actually, I'm pretty sure because I know Mighty Mouse fought him at thirty-five. Yeah, and Mighty Mouse got wrecked in that fight. Oof. But um, a long time ago though. Yeah, but I I I feel like I I could swear I remember at least one fight. Was it him or am I confusing him with somebody else? It could have well, been. I know. Uh, I know. Faber moved a lot around a lot. Faber was forty five and then went down to thirty five yeah. and went up to forty five and then thirty five. Yeah. He's moved around quite I, a bit. I think I'm thinking of. I think I was. I was thinking about uh, Anthony Pettis. Mm. Because I was yeah, thinking, Pettis I was, went down to forty five. Yeah, because I was thinking of somebody that I was like, man, he he used to he was like shitting on people, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. Lost he confidence, just, yeah, dude. He just, Once he just, RDA fucked him up, he lost a lot of confidence. Yeah. But he looked real good in his last fight with Jim Miller. I, I enjoyed that fight. It was good. But, but, uh, um, but yeah, and I think he, he went down a weight class or, mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, he fought Halloway. Halloway destroyed him. But everybody was like, dude, that he looked kind of like he looked too skinny or he looked too drawn out or some mm-hmm. shit. I don't remember. But anyways, back to this. Um, I mean, Cody's, Cody's boxing is stupid. Yeah, his striking's um, good. I think but, I think if uh, Dillashaw can get him on the ground, he can submit Cody though. Yeah, you know I'll I'll say that if it if it goes, it, it's hard to. I'm gonna say Cody. I'm gonna say Cody TKOs him probably. I I don't know. I'm not gonna pick around honestly. <laughs> um, but if it goes to the ground and Dillashaw gets a submission, I won't be surprised. I was gonna I was gonna go with uh, Cody TKO in the third. In the third, I could I could get with that. <laughs> that's why I was like, that's why I started smiling as soon as he said that because I go, if he says there is, there people are gonna think we have this shit set yeah, up. <laughs> no, no, I could see that. Uh, but like I said, if Dillashaw can get up to the ground, his wrestling, I think his wrestling is better than Cody's. You don't see a lot of wrestling from Cody. I mean, I know he trains with Alpha Male, and that their wrestlers are just fucking amazing. Well, see, I saw uh uh recently, actually, I saw it yesterday that Cody has a hundred percent takedown defense. Yeah, that's, so that's why I said if. Yeah, so yeah, it's, um, but I mean, you know, TJ being from a wrestling background, mm-hmm. you know, just because somebody hasn't been taken down before doesn't mean they can't. can't. Exactly. You know, people like GSP have proved that time Shit. and time again. Yeah, DC when Jones took down DC, or, incredible. Yeah. Like, wait, what? That's not supposed to happen. Yeah. You know, and um, we won't talk about John Jones right now. Though. <laughs> Yeah, we, we can get into that later if we <laughs> actually. I saw it. Supposedly, they posted a picture that he started training today. Oh, did he today or yesterday? Mm-hmm. Like somebody posted a photo somewhere of him hitting pads, which is like the first That's time good. he's been seen in a while. That's so. good. But um, I mean, not to say because <clears throat> DJ DJ TJ DJ TJ to me, he he has good hands too. Mm-hmm. Um, very I, much so, especially when he fought Hen and Burrell, he looked. Fucking lights out against yeah. Hen Burrell, dude. You made Hen Burrell twice, actually. Yeah. Made him look bad. And Burrell was undefeated. I remember watching TJ Dillashaw fight him the first time. And I was like, uh, nah, I can't bet against Hen Burrell. And then I was like, wow, I've never been more wrong about something in my entire life. Yeah. Holy well, after, shit. Well, after USADA came in, Hen Burrell kind of, to me, <clears> hasn't, looked, hasn't looked the same in a while. Tens, <clears> ten. <throat> Tends to happen with a lot of the Brazilian fighters. <clears throat> <clears throat> Shit, a lot of fucking fighters, actually, man. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them, a lot of them. You know, they look different. Not mm-hmm. even just... Oh, yeah. They don't even... Not even just perform different. They look different. I've, Chris Weidman looks different. Yeah, I've seen I've seen uh, videos where it's uh, pre and post USADA 
uh, Callister over him. Yeah, like when they, you know, and that's no secret. The, He's been busted. Yeah, the the picture where they, you know, they just stand there before the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, they have those side by side, and they'll they'll show how. Yeah, but I mean, even with that, still not defending anybody. You yeah. Know? Uh, those are all. Those can all be different because just how weight cut goes. I mean, just because yeah. weight cut goes great one time doesn't mean it's gonna go great the second time. And you know, that's that's the one thing that people don't take into account. This dude, you know. Maybe they started cutting weight too late or something or shit. Like Kevin Lee just got staph. He had staph infection this last fight. God, that uh, shit was disgusting yeah. too. And Joe, first thing Joe's like, oh, that looks like staph. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, and, that doesn't look like, good. And then like the worst spot, like right yeah, like, like front like, and center, not on your leg or in the, on your calf or nothing. It's not where it's covered uh, or uh, anything. No, this, this, is, yeah. this is out in the open for everybody to see and, you know, be a part well, of, <laughs> and, that, and that's what they say, right? Like, uh, uh, when you train, uh, well, I assume mostly, you know, if, if you're gonna get stabbed, I assume it's probably when you're when you're rolling and stuff, since you're like touching well, more. See, that's the thing is, I, like I said, I've been in my gym for about a year now, um, and we're strictly jujitsu. We're not MMA or anything; yeah. just strictly jujitsu. And nobody's had any kind of uh, skin issues yeah. where I've been, versus other gyms that I know people have trained at. Uh, people that I know have gotten staff multiple times. Um, but it's MMA gyms, you know. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's anything bad by MMA gyms, but I think it's actually it's a lot, you know, for an MMA gym versus a jiu-jitsu gym, it's there's a lot more area to clean and you got to be more thorough about how you clean. And then you got people coming from cross training also. So it's you no know, telling what they got from somewhere else. Just from touching the bars and weights and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's even like at the dirtiest just regular shit. gyms. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I you know, I never really thought, not that I didn't think about it, but it didn't click to me that since I started going to Fitness Connection on Spencer, that shit, I need to start bringing some kind of disinfectant wipes because they don't have them there, which is um, fucking weird. Yeah, I go to LA and they, they, they have, uh, right next to the disinfectant to wipe mm-hmm. down whatever, they have uh, antibacterial. So. Yeah, see, that's an old gym that I used to go to. It's just a small community service, or not community service, excuse me, community center gym. <laughs> yeah. Community service. Wait, right. what? No, uh, just a little civic center gym <laughs> that's open to all of uh, the Deer Park area. If you have Deer Park driver's license and stuff like that, you go in there and work out for free. There's not a lot of stuff. So once I started trying to work out more and do different things, I had to go to a gym with free weights and stuff yeah. like that. You know, So my coach was like, hey, you need to stop using machines. Do free weights whenever you're comfortable with it. So I had to move gyms. So when I was at that gym, there was always disinfectant wipes, no problem. Yeah. So, But now it's like... Fitness Connection is fucking huge, so I mean yeah. I understand why they don't have them, but at the same time it's like you probably still should have them yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and that, but that goes to show you that that gym is probably you know pretty fucking right. Yeah, and that's disgusting. what I'm saying is like you know I've never seen any skin issues just out of ju- my jujitsu school. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not saying that it hasn't happened before I got there. I doubt it has. You know, at least my coaches in there talk. I've never asked them about it though. Yeah. Um, but with when you got cross training MMA gyms, it's like no telling who's got what that they don't know. It's not like it's their fault. You know, half the time you don't know that shit until it starts getting bad. And I think <clears throat> because of, of CrossFit gyms or even regular gyms, you know, there's more. There's more. You know, y'all like you said. You, you know, your your school or your gym is is jujitsu, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So that's you know strictly all you do. Mm-hmm. I suppose other gyms you do a bunch of different types of exercises. And it, you know, it's how they say, you know, dumbbells and free weights. Just, those are the dirtiest. That's the dirtiest equipment in any gym. Yeah. Because it's so many the, people the constantly so just many hand, people. yeah. Um, and even me, just from going to the restroom, you know, how many of these 
filthy motherfuckers I see get out of the, the, the stalls or even just take a, a piss and they just walk right out. No washing all hands. Them, all, every time. I used to be like that when I was younger. <laughs> I remember when I was 10. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, 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 I was I was hoping uh, Kevin Lee lost that fight. I like so, Kevin Lee. Um, a lot of people don't like him. I like Kevin Lee, um, but Ferguson's my boy. So yeah. I, you know, I, I'm about tenth. I like tenth planet guys. You know, yeah. I like Eddie Bravo. Sorry, coach him. What's up? <laughs> but yeah, um, Eddie Bravo's hilarious. Kills me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he knows what he's talking about, Bill. Yeah, I like him. Um. But anyways, so. It'd be interesting to see, because I feel the number one, if even just by looking at what I'm looking at right now, the the main thing to, to me that stands out is, uh, if TJ can take him down, yeah, because I feel if he can take him down, if he and if he can take him down consistently without having uh Cody just pop back up, mm-hmm. um, I feel that would be the biggest factor. Yeah, it changes the like, whole it, game I plan. feel I feel it that that would be the one and main only thing that could make this into a toss up. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, well now I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Yes, yeah. because he's just taking him down and beating the shit out of him. I don't think anybody's taking Cody Garbrandt down ever. Yeah, since I've seen it you know, in a long time. If it has happened, I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, uh, I think Dominic took him down. But I don't think it's con- I don't think it was considered a takedown because yeah, he, he got right he, back up. He yeah, rolled he with control. it. Yeah, he like rolled him and and ended up on top. But as soon as he got on, as soon as Cody got on top, they just both popped back yeah. up. Yeah. So. So technically, you know, yeah. no, not really. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, but it should be interesting. Um, because I saw when I saw uh, TJ fight John Lineker, man, he pulled off. I don't know how John Lineker didn't tap to it. Uh, he pulled off a super deep calf slicer. I was like, oh, my God, that's the shit. TJ Dillashaw is a very skilled fighter. Um, yeah. I'm not going to get into my personal beliefs about TJ Dillashaw. Cause well, <laughs> you gonna, you you being a, go there. A, a, well, I'm taking it there. You being a part <laughs> of <laughs> You being a part of a, – because, a, you know, I, I mean, I go to the gym – yeah, but I don't go to you know I've never trained for anything like that, and I and I assume that you know obviously you're gonna get close with the, the with the dudes very, that you're you know very much so. uh, rolling with and or or you know whatever the case may be. So I never you know because obviously everybody that's like the narrative for the the TJ fight uh, TJ and Cody fight is you know, TJ is a snake he's snake, and it's funny you know and they keep going back to it and even Cody admits to it he goes you know. People, he goes. People like fucking Connor saw it before. Yeah. Saw it before we did. Yep. Um, and then they'll cut to the Ultimate Fighter when he was like, "There's that little snake in the grass." Where, where, where's the snake in the grass? And, and that's the, what's funny is they all call him that now. And yeah, and, and Connor's the one that started it. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, and um, so how did to you, you know, well for the people that don't know, he basically he was on Team Alpha Male and he was training with them, and then. Uh, they had what's his name? The coach that came in, uh, Dwayne Ludwig. Dwayne, yeah. He he went and said originally this is the story is that he said he was gonna do his uh half of his camp with Ludwig, and half of his camp with Alpha Male. But to me, it's like, why do you need to do any? I understand Dwayne Ludwig's your boy, but it's like, why do you need to do anything with any other camp when these guys got you the title? Yeah, you know, you, you destroyed Henry Burrell 
twice under Alpha Male. And it's like, then you go to Dwayne Ludwig, and then you lose to Dominic Cruz. What the hell? What 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 did that accomplish you? I mean, I I don't know. I'm cool with cross training. Cross training doesn't bother me. You go to a gym and you know get some rounds in over there. Yeah. I have a buddy who trains at a uh, ACS, I think it is. At uh, it's in Texas City. Um, buddy Fachai, he's a real good friend of mine, and I've rolled with him at four ounce before he moved to ACS, and he's come to CV. Uh, you know, I'm cool with that. I'm perfectly fine with getting different rounds. And I mean, I've rolled with guys at uh, Gracie Baja West Chase. And uh, people from Third Coast. Third Coast is, uh, they're real good friends of ours, so they come over all the time, and we go over there. I've never been to Third Coast. I should go sometime soon. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> I need to show up one day. Uh, I'm usually working when they go over there, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I'm cool with that, you know. I, you know, But it's just like, to me, it's like, you know, you can't just, I don't feel like if you get to a certain point in your life, and these guys have helped you to a certain success that you should just completely say, well, I'm going to do about half my camp over here. It's like, I'm cool with you going over there and doing stuff with Dwayne Ludwig, but not half your camp. That's yeah. half your partnership with Alpha Male. And then once they said we cut ties with them, I was like, well, I mean, it's kind of you kind of yeah. had that coming. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm big on loyalty with yeah. gyms like that. I couldn't, unless I move to state, if I move out of the state, which – that's never gonna happen because yeah. you know Texas is home. Yeah. Um. Then I would move move gyms. No. Well, you, I mean, yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. living in Houston, uh, greater greater area, regardless of probably how far I moved, I would still go to CEV because these guys have treated me the utmost respect and they've pushed me very far. You know, and that's just how I am. You yeah. know? So, I'm not a big Dillashaw fan. <laughs> now, uh, if it would ever come out that whatever Dillashaw was saying was true and alpha male is the one who kind of fucked him over. Cause I mean, there is two sides of the story. We yeah. will never really know, you know, until, unless they finally, you know, expose it somehow. I don't know how they would maybe video yeah. evidence or whatever, but if it were to where the roles were reversed, I would lose all respect for alpha male for doing yeah. that to him. You know, if he's like, well, Hey, I'm just trying to go over here uh, for a couple, couple lessons on on striking or whatever the case you know i don't know it's just it's a weird it's a weird scenario um the only thing i can attribute it to because it's it's the only way i i have it make sense in my head with it's with something that i've 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 experienced so being in bands you know in my past Mm -hmm. you know uh I, i remember you would see whether it was in your own band or whatever where someone would be like hey i'm gonna go i'm gonna basically being another band too yeah and then you know there's there's because obviously there's always going to be like at least five of you in a band Mm -hmm. there's some that are just you know all right that's cool whatever you know as long as you as long as it doesn't cut into time with us Mm -hmm. you know and this is still kind of your main priority then it's cool whatever and then there's some like how the how how dare you fucking do this to us like how dare you leave us and see i was on i was on the same kind of things with that too because i was in a band for shit i was with oath and oath of misdirection for uh i want to say six years six or seven years i was with them for a long time and i've done some fill-ins you know in my with my you know my duration of uh oath i filled in for an exile once before uh which was oath. they said i did good i disagree <laughs> appreciate that carlos if you're listening um 
but I would always check on them first, you know, because yeah. that's how I am. I'm not just going to, hey, I'm a fill in yeah. and not tell it's my just people. kind of a respect thing. Yeah, you yeah. know, and they would do the same thing. You know, Chris, uh, our, the guitar player for Oath, he would, hey, man, uh, just say, so you no, know, I'm going to be doing some stuff with Await the Desolation or I'm a fill in for these guys or, yeah, do, do whatever, you know, yeah. no big deal. And it was never a problem. Um, but we never had full time bands on the side. Now, I want to say that's happened to me before with another band, and I was like, dude, I mean, just don't let it cut into yeah. what we're, and it would, and it always did. Yeah. You know, they would always just end up taking off with that. And it's just like, I don't like that. I don't like people being in two bands either. Yeah. Filling in is fine, and doing guest, guest appearances is fine. I don't have any problem with that, you know, but that's just me. Because it always seems like you feel like the grass is greener somewhere else you're at, yeah. and you just take that road and, you know, just drive yeah. down it, you know? Uh. I'm, I mean, I'm also a, a, a firm believer in, in, in you got you to gotta do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if Dillashaw thought this was the best for him, I don't know. I don't know. Because to me, it also, me me being who I am, I still, I'm like, man, it just still seems for whatever reason sketchy as fuck. Yeah. Like he just, I don't know. It, it kind of seemed like it was something that he already had in mind. And then what... The the reason that uh, Cody and Uriah Faber's story to me kind of sounds more plausible is because there's there's obviously some stuff that are different, but I feel Dillashaw has also kind of, in a way, admitted to some of the stuff without realizing it. Like yeah. he'll he'll say things, and then. And I go, well, if that if you're putting it like that's how it happened, then their side of the story, this part of their of story, it makes more sense. Yep. So, um, you know, uh, from what from what a lot of people in Team Alpha Male have said is that uh, TJ, uh, well, for one, that he wasn't very he wasn't a very good training partner in the sense that he would get heated and and actually try to mm-hmm. like KO you and and in sparring and shit like yep, that. Yeah, I remember them saying that. And um and then you know, obviously them all, you know, Cody and all them being kind of around the same weight class and all that kind of stuff, it kind of I feel maybe that could have started playing into it, you know, like I'm going to eventually have to fight this dude probably. Yeah. I don't think I should kind of be here. Um and then Cody's coming out saying that he has a video of him knocking TJ Dillashaw. Yeah, which he posted the other day. Um but it's very grainy, so it's uh-huh. like, is that really all? You well, know, <laughs> I mean, it's very, very. It's like some super old school video. And it's like, yeah. why? What? What happened to your iPhones, bro? Yeah. Like, why is everybody recording so yeah. shitty? I mean, I get it because it's a, it's a gym camera. Maybe it's some old school mm-hmm. gym cameras, you know. But it's like, is yeah. that really? I mean, it, it, the outlines match yeah. up, you know. Yeah. But it's like. Yeah, it's very hard to tell. Yeah, because I was they they had a press conference, uh, or I saw a clip from one of the press conferences leading up to this, and uh, that got obviously brought up. Yep. And then Cody brought up how uh, TJ is one of the main ones that after Usada, his body <laughs> kind of doesn't look the same. <laughs> and he he's said on it, everything. He's he, on everything. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And then that's why when he was like, "You're the one that showed all of uh," but I was like. Dude, you probably shouldn't have said that because that kind of implies that Team Alpha, Alpha Male's on. Well, on I mean, <laughs> you got Chad Mendes that got busted, though. He's just now getting off his two-year suspension. So uh, it's yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Well, you know, at least one of them yeah. was on it. Because so. he goes, you're the one that showed Team Alpha Male how to do it. And yeah. And I was like, 
Wait, wait, you just wait, kind of wait. What? What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> so all of y'all know how to do it. Not yeah. that y'all are all doing it, but y'all know how to yeah. do it because he showed y'all. I mean, to me, everybody in the in all sports, not just MMA, yeah. all sports are taking something, man. Yeah. I mean, should I even take supplements? Supplements yeah. are supplements. You know, that's a that's a a form of PVD at some point. You know, it's just legal. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Um supplements are real uh it's kind of thrown up in the air mm-hmm. and that's why uh obviously it's the number one excuse that they use but it's actually a legit no, it's excuse a very legit excuse that um you know you could like dude i just i heard this new pre-workout was legit as fuck and i tried it and then come to find out it has you know some shit, some shit banned, yeah. yeah and they just didn't know about it and, and then also on the usada ban list from what uh i think even mighty mouse came out said he doesn't even know what's all on that list that's fucking crazy. Yeah, you that, think you would think that they would make it very aware of this, 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 and this are on this banned substance yeah. list. It's crazy. It's crazy to me that people can get popped for just taking a supplement because there's something in that supplement that yeah. you know gives them a red flag. But cocaine's not on the banned substance <laughs> list. Um. But weed is, but that what? Yeah, that shouldn't even be on there. Yeah. It's me. Marijuana shouldn't be on there. I don't feel like how that it. It doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't help you it, at all. It, what doesn't make sense? <laughs> yeah, I, I get, I, I get. You know, you're trying to keep drugs out of your sport, but to me, for you one, keep them it's all like, out. yeah, you either keep them all out or just keep them like because weed's not going to help you perform better. No, you know, not at all. If you if if you smoke if you smoke a joint before you walk to the to the to the octagon, it, you're just going to be like, oh shit, what the what's hell? What's, what's happening? Yeah, I've had I've had uh, people that I know have trained, you know, smoked weed before. I'm like, does it help? No, no. I just to me, if anything, it would just relax yeah, you. Yeah, I'll feel a little bit relaxed. But he's like, but once I start rolling, it's it start rolling. You know, yeah. it's, unless you, know, you wanted to argue that sparring. fact. I like, guess if you're but if I mean, you're like nervous coming up to her and you're like, well, let me smoke real quick, and then it calms you down. I yeah, mean, but I mean, most of these guys that are getting popped for weed, it's not even right before the flight. It's it's either before, or after. way before, or way after. It's an out yeah. of competition drug yeah. test, so it's like it's like a week after. You know, like it could be a week after, and and you decided yeah, to that was you awesome. won, and you decided to smoke and I celebrate, celebrate, yeah, and like oh, you're popped. You're That's smart. like yeah, and the whole thing with Nick Diaz getting five years for like what? Five fucking years. See, That's incredible. And see, I didn't even uh, think of that in the sense that um, John has been popped and has gotten him way more serious shit. Yeah. And there's, they're still saying, like, he just got suspended for a year. I mean, this time it might be, like, five plus. Yeah, it's going to um, be pretty high this time. But to me, you know... Unless he can prove his taint of supplements, like he's saying. Yeah. Which... I mean, I can kind of see that because. But the the argument that I have for that is, look, you've been you've been popped before. Mm-hmm. So to me, if you've been popped and you're legitimate about even your first pop, uh, there's always a chance. Yeah, there's you, always a chance. To me, I would become super, you know, and you he because uh, you you have the means, you have the money. I would have been look. I want to try this new supplement, but I need you to send it off to wherever the fuck you need to send it yeah. to to let me know what the fuck is yeah. in it. So I'll see if I can. Check it out. Check it out. There's actually a really cool documentary on Netflix about uh, 
steroid scandals and stuff and cycling. It's called Icarus. Check it out. That, I've been meaning to watch it. It's on my list. It's but I it. fucking wild, dude. Yeah. It's so wild. Like, uh, I think it's a Russian scientist who was part of WADA. He was like the he was like the main dude doping up the Russian team. Yeah, and he helped uh, the the main. I can't remember his name. The main cycler. That's you know he he helped him. Beat Armstrong. The, no, nah, it wasn't Armstrong. It's the guy who's actually running the documentary. Mm. Uh, he helped him beat the system to see how easy it is to actually manipulate the system and yeah. show that you're clean the entire time. So it was fucking. It was wild. My coach told me to watch it. And I was like, yeah, I'll check yeah. it out. Man, it's it's some crazy shit. Yeah, even um, the only the only I've seen two documentaries on Netflix uh, about drugs, or, or you know that relate to you know to steroids and stuff like that. One being, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's it's about Lance Armstrong. Okay. And it's on Netflix. Fuck, I wish I remember what it was called. Um, but that one's all about him. They have people from his cycling team. Man, they tell you they they all say it straight up about how like behind the scenes he was a he was a he could be a real like dick. Like he oh, was yeah. a real he's a real piece of shit behind the scenes. Yeah. And how he would meet uh his main doctor, uh. On, on in parking lots at gas stations like on the way to what whatever to to do fucking the the blood doping yeah where they uh where they would infuse you with more blood to raise your yeah. uh blood your, transfusions yeah. type thing and um but yeah that, that one that one was a really good one um i might check that out and then the other one was obviously um bigger stronger faster mm-hmm uh, I've seen that. I haven't watched it, but I've seen that one pop up on Netflix. That, that's so a real that one out too. That was a real good one. It does prove how, or it does show how, um, a lot of, a lot of steroid myths are just myths. It's, it's bullshit. Like it doesn't increase. Uh, it only increases uh, a, uh, like rage and aggression in like two or three out of. A thousand people, or two or three yeah. out of a hundred people, or some shit. Like and that. you know that that myth might have been just when fucking steroids first came out, when it was affecting probably everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I mean, obviously, these people that are making this shit are advancing their yeah. stuff because obviously athletes aren't getting caught nearly as frequently as they yeah. used to. Like, yeah. or it's not obvious that they're on steroids. It's like. If you look at Alistair Overeem before and now, it's obvious after he, yeah. you know. But then you got people like. Um, Fucking Chad Mendes still looks the same. Yeah. You know, Chad Mendes looks exactly the same after he's taking PDs. Um, so, I mean, it's obvious, you know, it, you know, that it's, they're, they're making, the people that are making this shit make it more advanced. Yeah. So, that myth may have been busted. Just, we'll see, because uh, on the, on the bigger, stronger, faster, he meets with this, with this, uh, this guy and he was, his son, uh, how did he die? His son died. Mm. And, uh, his his son was like in high school and he was on the football team or some shit. I can't mm-hmm. remember what. But he's he you know, in the autopsy, all that shit, he um he 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 was taking steroids or whatever. So now his dad started off like this parents against steroids type shit. Yeah. Um and the guy in the documentary asked him, he goes, Well, your son was on uh depression medication too, right? He's like, yeah, I think that's what it was. He he killed him. He committed suicide. Oh, okay. And obviously kind of like, and then kind of like the, the, the Chris Benoit thing, you know, oh, man. It, it, everybody always, it they take it to steroids. That shit, that Chris Benoit shit is crazy if you really dive into it, man. Yeah. It's fucking wild. And, um, 
so when he brought up that to the dad, the dad started getting a little pissy. He's like, I'm not here to talk about, you know, this. He goes, steroids killed my son. So, like, that's what he wants to talk about. Well, actually, he said that was something, another point he brought up. But, um, but basically, he was, you know, trying to insinuate, well, your son was depressed and on depression medication. Right. You don't think maybe, maybe that along with the steroids or maybe that in itself is what caused him to go this way. And, but he's convinced. He's like, no, it was, yeah. it was the steroids. And the same thing with Chris Benoit when, you know, they found steroids. So they're merely like, but if, you know, you have MMA a couple years ago, let's say 98% of fighters are probably on some shit. Shit, yeah, easy. Let's say now, let's cut it down to 50%. I would say higher than that, probably still. Okay, and then now let's go to, to wrestling. 110% of all wrestlers are fucking juiced to the gills. Yeah, so, uh, you're talking about like <laughs> WWE wrestlers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yep. so when they started blaming the whole uh, steroids for the Chris Benoit thing, it goes, well... They're all fucking on it. Yeah. All of easy. them. So it's obviously not that because then every, you know, Stone Cold would be over here fucking butchering people and The right. Rock wouldn't be a huge star. He would be, you know, oh, yeah. a drug addict. But the 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 main thing for wrestling is, you know, they get dropped on their head a lot. They get concussed. Yes. You know, all this. Pain and, medications. And, and then they get addicted stuff. to, yeah. Yep. To, cause, and that's the other thing on, um, because the guy that made Bigger, Stronger, Faster... He made another documentary after that called actually he made three that are on Netflix. Um, one is Trophy Kids, which is about parents that, you know, they start grooming their kid to be the next, you know, the, Tom Brady or yeah, whatever. Or the pageant kids. Or the pageant, like yeah. Oh, God, that shit's crazy, dude. Fuck and, uh, all of that. Yeah. And then the yeah. third one is called uh Prescription Thugs. Mm-hmm. And then that one's about uh, you know, being addicted to to prescription drugs and all that kind of shit. And he has a lot of uh wrestlers on there. Oh yeah. Um I didn't even know Kurt Angle was actually uh he he was hooked on that shit. Yeah. He got he got in a really bad place. Uh he talked about it on uh Chris Jericho's podcast. That lot, was I was like, "What?" A lot of them do, man. Um yeah. That's why I like DDP so much. He does that DDP yoga, man. It helps yeah. a lot of people out. Like uh, Scott Hall, uh, um, Jake the Snake. I saw the Jake the Snake uh documentary <laughs> one. That, shit's that rough, shit was dude. crazy, yeah, it's dude. Tough to watch that one. Yeah. Dude. That was tough. Yeah, uh, dude, Scott Hall. If if I had to do a a list of who aged the worst in wrestlers, he would have fucking won. Yeah, like he it's looked crazy, he man. looked terrible. I've actually met that guy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I met him uh, in Galveston. I did the Coastal Mania thing and a bunch of pro wrestlers. Yeah. Super fucking nice guy. I met him and X Pac that day. Yeah, but yeah, he was. I was expecting them to be so much taller and mm. bigger and it's just well like, this was was this before or after you did ddp's thing i want to i don't know uh it was in like 2013 mm. i want to say 2013 or 2014 i want I well i know before the ddp thing he couldn't even walk yeah well uh, he was up and about and uh, very mobile and okay. stuff like that but i mean he still looks so bad dude yeah. it's just like jesus christ i think he had already started ddp yoga and stuff yeah. like that but well, see, super I mean, nice guy but even then you know just all the drugs you know fuck you up drugs beating on you mm-hmm. But um, so to me, yeah, the whole wrestling thing is is fake. But you know, it's how they all say. You know, there were there were three hundred sixty five days of the year on the road. 
You know, it's Look, it's not it's not wrestling's not fake. Let's let's get that out there right now. It's like the, yeah, the, the storyline and the storylines, uh, the punches and the kicks and you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fake. But you can't fake a fucking but, German but it, suplex. Yeah, I'm but sorry, it's, you can't. It's still it's still <laughs> super physical. Yeah, and even then, and you know, freak accidents. Right, happen every Jeff single Hardy, time, dude. Jeff Hardy was crazy jumping off. Of- Shane yeah. McMahon is another one. I don't know how Shane McMahon does it. Like even, I'm, I'm surprised that dude didn't fuck himself up at least one time. At least, especially at the not the last WrestleMania, but the one prior to that, I believe. Yeah, it might have been this last WrestleMania when he jumped off the hell in a cell against yeah. Undertaker. I was like, huh? Yeah, you, you gotta give him that. He had. I'm done. He had. He you had some balls. Do, you want me to do what? Yeah. Nah, they cut my check balls. I'm out of here. He's like, I'm going to own this company. Why do I need to do this? I'm going to own this shit in like a couple of years once my dad dies or retires. Right? I don't need this shit. It's insane, man. But um, but yeah, so the whole steroid thing, I mean, That's wild. Uh, it's, 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 like, it's like weed to me. It's one of those things where a lot of evidence shows that it, it's not that bad for you besides maybe making you break out or making you more hairy or making you look Whatever. like Chris Cyborg. Well, the thing is, uh, from what I've heard about steroids is you got to keep doing them and you got to keep lifting. Yeah. Because if you stop doing one of two things, your your body's just going to go to shit no matter yeah. what you do. You know, uh, there's actually there's a buddy of mine that I work with. He was talking, he watched a documentary about bodybuilders injecting oil into their veins, like oil, like motor oil. I was like, what? <laughs> what? And I looked it up, and these guys look fucking ridiculous, dude. Because uh, it just puffs your muscles up. I was like, that's uh, so, that's not, no. Yeah. What? What are you doing to yourself? Just to look big. It doesn't even help. It helps you no way possible other than making you just look big. Yeah. It doesn't do anything physically for your performance. Yeah. It's just looks. Why? Why? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. And the, and the thing, uh. Like on bigger, stronger, faster, uh, you know they they would ask all because they had a bunch of power lifters on there, um, so they would ask everybody, you know, do you think do you see using steroids as a bad thing? But you just kind of know it's the way of the game, so you got to do it. But and most of them are like, no, that to me they're not bad. That you don't even really it doesn't even really change you as a person. It just I mean, physically, obviously, yeah. but as other than that, anything it's it's really not like that, you know. And that's and I think it is because, you know, it's been brought up, you know, roid rage and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's it, that's just what it's been like engraved into everyone. So when they right. hear steroids, they're like, "Oh man, you can't trust this guy." You mm-hmm. know. But to me, if you have a tumor in your brain, or you have, you know, or you've been super concussed to where you're kind of loopy in the head, well, then yeah, any drug. It's not gonna help that at all. But you know, obvious. But as soon as they see, you know, they take they do your blood work after you do some horrific shit, and they say, "Well, he was taking steroids," you know. There's and I'm yeah. and I'm pretty sure it was for Chris, even someone like Chris Benoit. If this was steroids and what they found in him, I'm sure there was a whole bunch of other shit probably down that fucking oh, yeah, list too. For sure, you know. And but they just want to single that out. But I think it's just to to push their own agenda yeah, or whatever. But for sure. We got way off subject. <laughs> that tends to happen. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, Cody third round TKO. Yep, I'll call that. I agree with you on that. And then the main event. Good old GSP and Bisping. Yeah, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you make your pick on that one first. Let's, All right, let's let's do that. Oh, man, so these guys are probably thinking that these guys are too 
All right. Too similar. <laughs> we gotta we gotta switch it up on them. All right. Um, man, you know what's what's weird is this. This is the biggest one to me. That's a toss up. Um, well, mm-hmm. no, actually, you know what? I think that's what's intriguing about this pay per view is that a lot of them are to are toss ups. Like yep. I'm, I'm making picks, but if you know if, if it goes the other way, yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not like oh I like I don't all my picks are not like I'm not 100 percent confident in them. That being said, um, this is like that in the sense that man, it kind of just depends on how GSP. Looks, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, there's no real way, to, good way of saying. It. I mean, one of the greatest fighters ever. Yep. Um, one of the smartest fighters ever, for sure. Um, but I mean, for one, he's fighting at 185. Never done that before. Um, he weighed in at 184 today. Yeah. So he's not gonna be any bigger than that. That's that's no. where he's gonna be. Bisbing, on the other hand, if he Bisping comes jump in, up to a fight easily. Uh, he, yeah, so. he'll 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 be around two hundred by the time this gets going. Yep. GSP um, may be like one eighty seven. Yeah. Cops. Um now I have heard, you know, certain things. Uh I think it was Chelsea Sun and he posted a video saying that he's trained with both of them. And uh he goes to he goes, From training with both of them, GSP is for sure the stronger guy. Mm-hmm. He's stronger I can than, see that. than than Bisbing. So that might help uh balance out the size difference but at the same time uh Bisbee can he has cardio all day yeah GSP also has cardio all day but that was at 170 mm-hmm. I don't know how with the extra 15 pounds it might be different yeah I don't know if it'll help or if it'll uh have an negative effect I think if he, as long as he doesn't overexert himself like try to wind up on his punches or yeah. kicks or anything or shoot too too much. Yeah. I think he should be fine with cardio. I mean, because from what I understand, it's a I haven't done both. I've only cut weight for competition twice, and uh, from what I heard, it's hard. It's harder bulking. Yeah, it's harder to move up weight than move down weight unless you're already almost at that weight. Like if you're trying to yeah. put muscle on, it's from what I hear, it's a lot harder. So I actually don't. I I, I don't know anything about bulking like i said my coach yeah. is doing a bulking cycle right now he's trying to compete at 185 and he was competing at like the 150s damn and dude he's he's fucking jacked right now 175 <laughs> dude he was fucking monstrous and he's strong dude he's yeah. strong as fuck right now yeah i hate rolling with that guy <laughs> <laughs> i love it but i hate it because it makes me better but yeah. he's fucking strong dude so i don't know uh that's interesting um gsp maybe not known for having the most exciting fights uh, when he was champion, yeah. I will say that when he lost, when he lost to Matt Hughes, uh, when he fought Matt Hughes the first time, it was a very exciting fight. Matt Hughes yeah. beat him. Then all the way up to even beating Matt Hughes, he was fucking exciting. Yeah. And once he won the title, he fought strategic and fought against people, not not like uh, to the. Uh, <laughs> Danny just texted me. He said, "Never again." We just got to the car. Jesus Christ! Damn. What time is it right now? Five fucking forty. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but (laughs) fucking Danny. Um, so, uh, I don't. I just. I don't know. It's a. You were saying how? Yeah, he's he's been exciting up until. And I could see that. And then when he lost, when he lost to Matt Sarah, he came back like that too. Fucked Matt Sarah up, and then started going into 
you know, mathematical mode. And yeah. Let's, let's. You're right. I've never had anybody point that out. Um, but yeah, I mean. So maybe he's hungry. Yeah. And, and he might try to be more excited in this fight. But I mean, Bisping's going to make him work. Yeah. Bisping's going to make him. I actually think Bisping wins this fight. Um, My my head tells me Bisping's going to win this fight. But my heart tells me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't want, but, a lot of people don't want Bisping to win. Um, well, dude, I was just. um. Uh, first, first pay per view, first UFC I ever saw was UFC. What was it, fifty something or forty something? I think mm-hmm. it was, uh, uh, Liddell Couture. Oh, that was a good one. Um, that was my first actual pay per view that I, you know, paid for and watched. Yeah. had people come over and shit. So, going into it, obviously, you know, the Chuck Liddell was my shit. You know, yep. as as I'm sure he was for everyone back in those days. Oh, yeah. But um, but GSP was for sure the, the the guy that I actually followed throughout his whole thing, and I was just like, dude, this is my dude. Like that was a fighter that GSP it, was one of my. Yeah. It's probably out of everybody I had was my favorite fighter yeah. too. Yeah. So so anybody else, you know, I I would say, oh, I want that guy to win, and if he didn't, I'm like, ah, eh, that's cool, whatever. But when GSP would come up to fight, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm freaking out. I'm like, got to fucking win, bro. That's like, how I am with yeah. Mighty Mouse. Man. Yeah. That's how I am with Mighty Mouse. Every time Mighty Mouse scares like, I'm like, oh, God, please don't lose. Yeah. Mighty Mouse is my favorite fighter right now, other than Condit, which I'm so glad Condit's coming back. Yeah. I'm so fucking glad. And um, so, the okay, to argue both sides, well, for one, I feel Bisbee, he just has to land a good fucking shot, like a really good shot. He has he has a really good uh he has good uh power in his hands. Especially for if it's someone like GSP that's gonna be a lot smaller than he yep. is. Um But this being or GSP's also been hit by Johnny Hendricks. True. At the height of his career, which is yeah. Johnny Hendricks is definitely one eighty five guy now. Yeah. And he has, dude, Johnny Hendricks just has some power yeah. in his hands. Pretty saw it. What's up? He is one that could. After you saw it, he was like, "I, I just for whatever reason, I, I just can't make weight. Make weight. Oh, I don't God, know why." Dude, that yeah. shit. So you said he did make weight today. Yeah, uh, he uh he got once he one eighty four point eight. Once no, he one eighty five point eight. Okay, that's fine with yeah. me. Once he makes two fights, two or three fights, and on weight again, I don't care what weight class it is. Once yeah. he gets those two or three fights on weight, I start liking Johnny Hendricks again. All right. I can't stand with people who miss weight. It, right. Once is fine. Once you gotta, you know, hey, maybe something happened. Maybe you're battling some kind of sickness or whatever. I, I, I cut slack on the first one, but when you miss like three times, and that, especially in multiple weight classes, yeah. it's and like, I was gonna say, and for what you what for, for your argument, that's if you miss weight by like half a pound. Yeah, this this motherfucker was missing weight, like I know he missed weight at one seventy five by three pounds. Yeah, went up to one eighty five, fought uh, Hector Lombard, made weight. Yeah, I was like cool, perfect. This is where he's meant to be, and yeah. he even came out and said, "Man, I feel great again. You know, yeah. I feel like this is where I've been meant. Uh, I should have been at my whole career." Then he fights Tim Boge, one eighty eight. So yeah. you mean to tell me in a fifteen pound weight difference, you, you couldn't have... manage to make weight <laughs> twice in a row, two consecutive fights? Yeah. And then when he when he missed weight against Tim Boge, it's like he had just like a, yeah, I'm not surprised. Look. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Today when he came out. He literally stood there and he starts addressing all the media. He goes, "I want y'all. I weighed myself. I couldn't. I, I got to listen to it again." But he said something to the effect of, "I weighed myself backstage. Uh, I'm a pound, one point two pounds over, or some shit like that." Um, and he goes, 
And he, he went on this whole little rant and this explanation. So he's like, so I'm just letting you all know. So he, they pull the towel up. He takes his boxers off. He gets on there and they say 185.8 or whatever. So I guess he had weighed himself. And then I guess maybe he started, he went in the sauna or something. He was riding a bike. I don't know what he was doing. I think I saw, uh, before we started this, I think I saw something that he said. The only reason he used a towel is because he misjudged the weight of his underwear. Something like that. Yeah. That's what he was saying. I mean, bro, underwear doesn't weigh like four pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I just don't have sympathy for people that miss weight because they're professionals and they have all that shit at their disposal. Yeah, right. You have the yeah. I think one of the main reasons a lot of people, you know, uh, like us that don't get in shape or can't do things the right way is because they don't, you know, we don't have the funds or whatever the case may be. But to me, for professionals like that, I'm like, dude, you have access to everything in the fucking world and it's free for y'all yeah that's and, the thing yeah, is and they give you yeah they give you this shit dana's come out and said he's like i've i've made a facility for you guys all you have to do is spend your camp there <laughs> you know you can bring your people in and train with your people but you you know you got your nutritionist and all that kind yeah. of stuff at this facility so i don't understand why you just oh fuck i jump all over that shit yeah. i'd be in some really good shape if i could do that yeah. you know what i mean my coach gets me in shape every time i have to fight you know i'm not professional mm-hmm. uh he he does the shit pretty uh, pretty professionally, uh, so I don't see why somebody who's yeah. actually professional getting paid. Now I'll say since the Reebok deal, they don't get paid nearly as fucking much. Yeah, they you don't. know, unless you're Connor or something crazy. You know it, that Reebok deal is just not a good idea to me. But then again, I'm not real big on the business side of it, so I kind of just stop really looking into that as yeah. much. You know. I was like, whatever these guys are fighting, they're paying to fight. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to stay out of the politics of it. Also, I yeah. can still enjoy the sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but, to, but to me, someone like Connor, that's why Connor is such a great thing happening right now. Is um, yeah, you know he's he's getting he's I feel because of how huge he is, uh, he's able to start dictating more what he wants to happen. Yep. So he's, I feel like he's allowing other fighters to you know step to up. step up to be you know like well I, you know i want to start if because that's all it takes is one person to you know to say to dictate what he wants mm-hmm. and if they're like oh okay then that's when other people are going to fall suit right. like whoa whoa you if he can do that then i want this and then that it'll start you know it was like the whole thing with the whole thing with mighty mouse was uh you know when tj he wanted he wanted him to fight. Dana wanted him to fight tj and i was like no oh, i'm not gonna fight tj he hasn't even made weight at 125 yeah which i don't I'm not saying TJ could make weight at 125. He's pretty big for 135, but I think he could probably make weight at 125. But yeah. he, you know, I don't think Mighty Mouse was asking for too much. I wanted Mighty Mouse to fight TJ. I still do. Yeah. I would love to see that fight. That that fight on paper sounds pretty fucking cool. But I think TJ does need to drop down and have just one fight, just yeah. a title elimination fight against you know one of the better 125ers. If it's mm. really not that big of a deal, then and it would have been a little bit different if TJ was still the champion. Then I'd have been yeah. like, well, fucking dude, it's a title versus title fight. Who well, gives a shit? We'll see. Uh, that's what Cody's been saying this whole tour or their little press tour is. Uh, once he's done with yeah with TJ, he wants to go. He wants to fight Mighty Mouse next. I can see Cody dropping down to 125 too. He's, that would he's, be a good fucking fight. That'd be interesting as shit. Yeah, that would be. I'd be scared for Mighty Mouse on that one because Cody hits very hard. Yeah, very um, fucking hard. But um, dynamite in his hands. I feel if, cause man, just be smart as fuck. Mm-hmm. So he, if anybody can figure out how to beat a guy that has you know fifteen pounds on him, um, it might not be the prettiest way or it might not be the most exciting way of doing it, but um, he can do it if he wanted to. 
So, if you, if you, so you think it's decision, GSP decision? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I feel if, if, if GSP wins, uh, he's basically just he's going to keep taking him down and he's going to keep um, he's just going to grind on him. Yeah. And just keep, you know, dropping being GSP. Yeah. Yep. Being, doing what he does. Um, I say Bisping keeps him on the. I I actually think Bisping keeps him off of him because Bisping's got some fucking great takedown defense. Yeah, now, that's the other thing. If anybody's gonna take Bisping down, it's gonna be GSP. Exactly, one of the best wrestlers uh, sports I've ever seen. So yeah. for sure, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, because there was countless people that he's fought that that was one of the main arguments. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy can't be taken down. His he has like eighty eight percent takedown defense. Nope. So And then GSP's like, that's cool. Here's the other twelve percent you were missing. <laughs> I got her right here, buddy. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, but I still think I think Bisping's gonna be too much for him. Uh, yeah. I, I I know GSP's been training ever since he's left. I know he's been training yeah. for sure. So I don't really. At first, I thought maybe Ring Rust was gonna take effect, but I, I don't. I I think GSP's gonna be too good yeah. for that. Dominic Cruz doesn't think Ring Rust exists. I don't know. I I haven't been in that situation, so I can't really yeah. comment on that. I don't. I mean, Ring Rust just comes down to to being psychological. Yeah, it's, it's just about your That's what your, he says. your 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 mentality. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're one of the kind of people that even when you don't, when you've been fighting consistently, you get super nervous every time. Well, no shit. If you've been laid off for a year and a half because you tore an ACL or some shit, if you come back, it's gonna be way worse. Oh yeah, you're gonna be way more timid and scared <laughs> in there. <laughs> for but if, sure. But if you're one of those people where you just that's you know that's like home. You know, you're super comfortable when you're in there. Yeah, you're not going to, to me, nah. you're not really going to have ring rust. Like, nope. It'll just be another day. And then yeah. someone like GSP, you know, he never, he never stopped training. Not necessarily, uh, like, uh, like he always, he, uh, he always just stayed in shape. And he never, you know, yeah, he took a. I think he was off. born with a six pack straight the fuck <laughs> up. I think right. that dude was born as jacked as he is. Yeah. My boss has an interesting theory on that since we were talking about steroids and everything. He says he thinks he took time off against uh, after he fought Johnny Hendricks so he could come back and fight at 185 so he could do a cycle yeah. while he was off and then take the time off to keep that learn how to keep the weight on yeah. while he was off the PEDs. I was like, that's fucking, that's an interesting theory. That's actually not, not necessarily a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> if you could get away with um, it, I mean. In the weigh-in? I mean, and then that's the thing. In the way, and he looked, he looked like he did back in the day. I mean, he didn't look uh, any bigger. He anything. didn't. He didn't look flabbier. You know, um, if you want to say that he's not juicing like back in the day before you saw him. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, but he also didn't look like super overly jacked. Yeah. He, uh, he just looked. I mean, but but then again, it's hard to say with a guy that's always fucking jacked. Yeah. Because he's always, it's like you said, he's always yeah. like that. So. <laughs> You're not even gonna be able. That's that's just how he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and some people like the uh, what would you call it? Um, like the Overeems of the world of the world. You know, you can tell when he was. Oh yeah. When he was juiced to the gills. I think I think he said his. T- they said his testosterone level was fourteen to one. Yeah. I was like, how much? <laughs> I think the one that's popped the highest when it comes to that was uh. 
Vito Belfort. Vitor Belfort. Uh, yeah. TRT. Um, yeah, I heard his Vitroid. shit. Yeah, Vitroid. He, he fucking. I love TRT Vitor though. Yeah. Oh fuck that. yeah. I like watching all those guys on that shit. Like, I mean, honestly, it's either you gotta you gotta eliminate it all and you gotta do a fucking good job of it, or you just gotta allow it. That's how I've always looked at it. Like. Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel like if if these guys know what risk they're at taking the shit, if there's really that much of a risk that you're saying, then you should let them just, if they want to be quote-unquote stupid about taking it, yeah. fucking let them take it. I mean, I don't know. I don't really care. Like, I, I won't ever take it. I've had people tell me that I'll probably take it. But it's like once I get to a certain point where I feel like I need to take it to compete, yeah. I'll stop competing. Yeah. That's just me, though. I mean, I just... I don't trust shit like that. I, I didn't even like smoking weed when I was younger. Yeah, I just I didn't smoke <laughs> weed till the first time till last year. Really? I, I went to I went to Denver and that was that was the first time I, and even then I didn't smoke it. I I I got some I bought some edibles. Oh, okay. Um, I heard edibles are fucking wild. Yeah, they're 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 pretty fun. Uh, um, but it was probably not the smartest idea for someone <laughs> that's never done it before yeah. to go to Denver. Where they where they got that shit down to a fucking science <laughs> on how to make this shit, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna try an edible for the first right. time, and, and I didn't half it, I just stuck the whole thing in my so mouth. Fuck it, I'm going all yeah. out. So then, all uh, out. Uh, uh, I laid down to take a nap because we were taking a break uh, from uh, before we went out that night. I wake up in the middle of taking a nap, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, cause I went to sleep sober. And I woke up <laughs> high as fuck. And I was like, oh shit. I started freaking out. Ooh. I could hear everything, bro. I could that's, hear the fucking paint drying on the that walls. That's fucking shit. wild. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even really drink that much anymore. Like, I'm such a fucking lightweight when I drink, dude. Like, I'm talking, like, bro, you want a beer? You better drive. Yeah. What? Like, yeah, I hadn't eaten all day. And, uh, last time I had a beer was fucking two years ago. Yeah. So, you better drive. Um, yeah, that's just me, how I am. Me, me working at a bar, or I used to work at a bar. Like, um, man, I was getting fucked up, drunk. I was getting drunk like almost every day, so my tolerance was through, through the fucking roof. Yeah. But then, um, I got out of there. I actually specific one of the reasons I got out of working at at that bar I was working at was because I was drinking way too much. Yeah. And I was also working at one of those places where you see where that road leads because <laughs> there's a lot of motherfuckers that came in there like 7 30 every day God. they're there every day right after work every day like there was there was a like hey usual yeah gotcha it, exactly didn't it even was, have to ask him anything just it got to that point you, you don't go. ask him what do you pour that just, drink for oh he'll be here in a second yeah you there pour it is. You, they just sit down as soon as they sit down you, have, up, the, John? you have the shot they want you have the drink they want that's fucking crazy and, man and not that I was necessarily going down that road. Uh, I didn't feel like I was, you know, getting out of control or anything like that. But I felt I just kept, you know, from because I started working out more, like going to the gym. I, I want to be in better shape. I was like, dude, this is the the main thing holding you back. Yeah, it sets you back. And uh, and you're making a habit of it. And I don't I didn't want to be that way. Yeah. So I, I just pulled myself out of there. I got me a different job that it's a way. Good, it's, I, a, it's good that you recognize it. You know, a lot of people will see an obstacle that, I mean, it doesn't have to be necessarily working out or just in, in, any yeah. goal that they have. Uh, I see a lot of, you know, a lot of people see that obstacle and they're just, they just don't want to move it out of the way to oh, get, yeah. they're just saying, uh, I'm content, I'm yeah. content, I'm content because they feel like they, whatever, whatever the obstacle is, they, they don't feel like it's a problem. Or they, they argue they, it. Yeah. Or that. Yeah, yeah. They'll just be like. I don't drink that much. I'm like, yeah, it's like, yes, you do, bro. I'm uh, watching you. Yeah, I'm right with, I'm with you every day, dude. And you've been <laughs> fucked up since January. 
you know, like, like, what are you doing? But, um, but I, I, I recognize that. I, and honestly, I didn't have, I didn't have to have anybody tell me or anything like, yeah. man, dude, you know, you're kind of getting out of control or anything like that. I just kind of knew it for myself. Um, and I just didn't want to be that way. So now, like I went on a two week, this, this past weekend, not this weekend, but obviously, but this past weekend, uh, I remember I put, po- I posted it on, on Snapchat or something. I can't remember that I posted, man, I haven't drank in two weeks. Which in my world is a big fucking accomplishment. Yeah, and um, and it all—I mean, it also helps that I work nights, you know, all weekdays, and I only have weekends now. But, um, but so I drank finally this past weekend. I had you know, like three shots and a and a beer or something. And I was like, oh shit, I'm fucked up. Like it just <laughs> it it you, it takes so long to build your yeah. tolerance. But as soon as you stop drinking, that shit drops. It's the like, same thing with like when when uh when you diet. You know, a lot yeah. of people are like, man, it's so hard to diet. It's like no. The first week or two yeah. are hard, but then, you know, I think it takes like I I don't want I don't want to say twenty one days to to create a habit yeah or something like that and then and you know it, once you go so long without tasting like like my big thing before I, like before I got into the shape to compete the first time I had to drop twenty pounds the first time I competed so yeah. I wanted to compete at one eighty five or one eighty one and a half is what the IBJJF rule is and that's with the gi on so I got to cut down to like. Damn. Yeah, my gi was heavy too. My gi was yeah. like three pounds, yeah. so I had to cut down to like one seventy seven, one seventy eight. Yeah. And uh, my big thing was at that time I weighed like one ninety, one ninety something. I, I weighed a lot. Yeah. You know, before I started jujitsu, I got up to two hundred and fifteen pounds. I was big. Yeah. You know, it's going through a lot of shit at the time. And uh, right now, I think I weigh like one eighty something. You know, I'm, I'm not really checking my weight as much as I probably should, <laughs> but I I think I checked a couple of days ago and it was like 186. So I, I was I'm fine there. Yeah. Um, but you know, my big thing that I ate a lot of was cereal. I've always fucking been that way since a kid, man. Hell since a yeah. kid, I love cereal, and there's so much sugar yeah. in cereal, so much. That's one of the first things they tell you. You need to cut out soda. And you need to cut out fucking cereal if you eat a lot of cereal, because yeah. that's because there's the main, so much yeah. sugar, dude. And you know, once I got through, like through the first initial, I don't know, two weeks of not eating much sugar at all, let alone just cereal. It, the rest of the time, I think I think I, I was on a six week, six or eight week like f- camp, if you want to call it a camp. You know, I was on a six or eight week diet before you know I went and competed and stuff, and. uh it was, like the rest of the time was fucking cake, man. Yeah. I didn't have any problems. I didn't even want to cheat. Like I didn't feel the need yeah, to. Yeah, you, you know. I went to my nephew's birthday party, and they're like, "Hey, you want pizza?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take a slice because I was doing fucking well, you know." Yeah. And they're like, "You want some cake?" Nah, I'm good. Yeah. I don't need all yeah. that shit, you know. And I just had like one slice of pizza, and I was like, "All right, I'm good now." I completely agree. Um, you know, people always want to talk about addictions, and you know, they want to bring up whether it's alcohol or or some sort of drug or whatever but it you know sugar 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 got to besides caffeine sugar <laughs> has people by the fucking balls yeah but um kind of back there right now no yeah. lie I'm not gonna lie but um <laughs> but i eat uh like 85 percent of the time i eat uh i eat clean really really uh really food good that food that's really good for you obviously at least once a you know maybe the day i get drunk or football doesn't yeah. help um those oh, are the yeah. days fight, that fight day tomorrow yeah. i'll be eating a shitload of pizza yeah, that, yeah that's the guaranteed. day that's the day that i'll save for the during the week that you know i'll, I'll eat whatever but yeah but the next day 
I feel like shit. I wake up. Mm-hmm. I feel slow. I feel tired. Yeah. I feel and I just I don't feel like myself. I feel like shit. It's different when you you know you're consistently eating bad. Yeah. And then you take it doesn't affect you. Yeah, no, not at but all. But when you eat clean and then you eat bad one it day, fucks like you that's up. why they say like you're supposed to have like one cheat meal in your regimen, like once yeah. a week, not a cheat day. Yeah, that's where a lot of people get it, you know, <laughs> twisted. Yeah. It's like let me cheat all day. No, no, yeah. no, 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 a cheat meal. It keeps your it keeps you sane. Yeah. And then it doesn't affect like if you do fuck up or if you only have X amount of X type of food at yeah. your disposal, it doesn't fuck up your whole like your whole feeling in your yeah. body. You know, it doesn't fuck up your metabolism, it doesn't fuck up all that shit. Just cause you you have that kind of shit, you know, and it doesn't mean go out and get straight up fucking pancakes with yeah. fucking cereal on the side with a Sunday <laughs> drink. Yeah. No, no, no. Like get something that's yeah, like some carbs and stuff. Yeah. I, I eat a lot of carbs right now because like I said, I'm trying to bulk a little bit. Yeah. So I eat carbs before I go lift, you know, cuz you work the shit off, yeah. you know. But like I said, I got a coach who tells me what I should eat and what I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like I said, I'm not following the regimen that great when it comes <laughs> to my diet. I mean, I do the lifting, right? But yeah. I need to get my diet right again. I do drink way too much soda right now. I mean, once you start it, it's so fucking like it's such a pain in the ass to quit drinking soda. Yeah shit's good <laughs> not good for you though yeah um and see me i you know i don't have to follow some sort of, of regimen or anything but i you know because i don't compete or anything like that um but i i have noticed over time i i slowly start to cut shit out because i at first i started working out but i was like i'm skinny i can eat whatever the fuck i want <laughs> like that was the way i rationalized it and uh then i stopped that i started eating better and then i noticed the difference and then after that, but I was still drinking a lot. So then that's when I noticed that a lot of the stuff I would drink would, would use Coke with it and stuff, whether it was a Makers and Coke or whatever. Um, so I go, well, maybe, or, and I was drinking a lot of beer back then too. So at first I cut the beer out and, uh, but that was still, you know, cause it always depended on my mood, but then I was still drinking a lot of, you know, whatever and Coke. So then I cut the Coke out. So I just started drinking and I still, this is what I normally do now is I'll get whatever liquor I want and I drink it with water. And then the main thing I do now is I'll just have a shot of whatever I want and then I just drink water the whole time. Yeah. Um, obviously, I enjoy drinking, so I'm not going to stop, but I I at least got it down to where uh, it has the least effect on me right. as possible. You know, I cut all the sugar, all all, right. the, all the bullshit out. And you're not over drinking either, yeah. so it's not causing like yeah. massive fucking damage to your internal internal organs yeah. and, and stuff even, like that. And even with beer, I can only drink like two beers now, and I'm like, eh, I don't want, I don't want anymore. Yeah. Like I just don't even want it. That's how I am for like six months. Yeah, I'll drink a beer, and I'm like, all right, I'm good for like half the year, yeah. if not longer. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, so slowly, you know, little by little, I get you know better at what I'm doing. And I remember uh, when I first started working out, because dude, I used to be a lot smaller, like. Not that I'm huge now or anything, but um, I think for the longest time throughout high school and up until my early 20s, I was between 121 and like 113. How tall are you? 5'8". That's not that. that, That's skinny, but I was like, you know, but looking at me, I'm uh, six foot. So it's like, but I was like, (laughs) I was like skinny fat. Yeah, you know, I I couldn't I couldn't run down the block, you know. Yeah, 
Dude, and that's the thing. If people think, oh, you're skinny, you're in shape, that's bullshit. I fucking hate that's that shit. Bullshit. <laughs> I fucking hate that <sighs> so bad. Such a fucking lie, dude. So bad I hate that. I know that. so many skinny people that are in worse shape than bigger people. Oh, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, skinny people have this misconception of if you're skinny, you're healthy. Full of shit. The biggest fucking lie ever. My, my, my issue was that people had that misconception, and it pissed me off. Yeah. Because I would say, you know, people would tell me, hey, let's go do this. I'm like, nah, I'm going to go to the gym. And they're like, why? And it was a lot of the time it was girls. But I do feel there's a lot of girls that have this this issue in their head. They see like, well, I'm not fat, so I don't need. It. I'm I'm good. Right. And that's not the case. Just because you're, just because you have a good metabolism, doesn't mean you're not out of shape. Because right. I, I have I had the best metabolism in the fucking world. I did too. Um, I used to. Not and, anymore. But I was still, I, you know, and I would always tell people, I was like, dude, I'm skinny fat. Like I look skinny. But I have the cardio and, and the physical fitness of an obese person. Right. Like, I, I'm shitty as fuck. And it got so bad that all once, it got one, this is right before I started working out. I got so bad. All I was doing was drinking, uh, dominating on gears, Yee. and eating like pizza and shit. Yeah. It was so bad that it started having an effect on my, uh, on my member. <laughs> on my sexual life, like straight up, like I would, I would, I would get, you know, into uh, physical altercations with women. No, that doesn't sound good. But I, I meant, I meant with our, with our genitalia. Yeah. And uh, I would be like half chub, and I couldn't do anything, and it, and I wanted to. But it's not just, like I didn't want to fuck or nothing. I yeah. wanted to, but I just couldn't. Well, it's also if you overtrain too. That's the thing. It's like you got to take rest yeah. because if you overtrain, you kill your testosterone also. Yeah. So there's a balance for it. You know we'll what I mean? We'll see. And then that was at my worst. And then I started working out, and within literally the first two or three months, like it, it shot through the roof. And Damn. my, like <laughs> my, like I don't know if my testosterone started going or what, but I was like, you just start feeling better. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, dude, like. Like that's the thing is like when I first started jiu-jitsu, yeah, I was I was bigger. But since I'm tall, I hit it pretty well. Yeah. But people didn't realize, man, I was 220 pounds and I was smoking too. That was the other thing. Like yeah. I couldn't smoke in cigarettes. Fuck. <sighs> that's such a game changer, dude. Yeah. Now like I used to not be able to run a quarter of a mile. I would fucking die. A quarter yeah. of a mile. How far? Yeah, no, I'm driving. Fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck all of that. I'll get on a long. You want to fuck for how long? Nah. We're cutting. We're <laughs> no, calling it right no. here. Tapping out. I'm already done. What do you mean? Yeah. What you mean? <laughs> so you know, I was really bad about it, and uh, I always, uh, I always tell my wife, I'm like, hey, why you not tell me? Yeah. She's like, what do you mean? You look fine. But I gotta remember that she sees me every day, so you're not gonna notice the yeah, change. It's yeah. the people that you don't see every day that are like, dude, you look yeah. fucking great, or man, yeah. you look horrible right now yeah. and i expect all my friends to tell me that i'm looking yeah. horrible but again since i wore baggier clothes and i'm a taller guy yeah. i hid the shit pretty well yeah man i remember hitting the scale about a week after i started jujitsu and i know i had already lost some weight because i could just tell yeah i was like 210 and i was like god damn how fucking heavy was i before yeah. i started you know um but now it's just like uh since i quit smoking and like i don't eat about I eat about good about fifty percent of the time. Yeah. I'm not gonna bullshit. You know, like last night I don't I don't eat healthy healthy, but I'm not not eating. I'm not carb counting anymore right now. Yeah. You know, because I don't really necessarily feel like there's a need because I'm not I don't have any fights coming up or matches coming up for the rest of the year. So I'm just I'm kind of just eating not whatever I want, but stuff that like mac and cheese. Love mac yeah. and cheese. Shit's yeah. good. You know, <laughs> my wife makes a mean mac and cheese. If y'all come over, y'all you know, <laughs> and she makes some. I let y'all have some. That shit's good. Um, but 
I, uh, yeah, when I was in high school, man, I was 155. Yeah. Uh, for me, that's fucking small. Yeah. You know, I'm 6'1". 155, 6'1", you look fucking skin and bones. Yeah. And I was smoking. So, you know, people thought I was healthy. But fuck, no, dude. Yeah. I was drinking fucking sodas and Powerade. And even before I started jiu-jitsu, that's all I would drink. Powerade, 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 yeah. Powerade. Fucking sports drinks. So, they're fucking shit for you, too, if yeah. you don't drink water behind them. I was never drinking water. Yeah. It's like now if I go a day without water, it's like, oh, I'm dehydrated as fuck. Yeah. I fucking I consume water like it's nobody's business yeah. now. And I used to not drink water I hated at all. Water, yeah. man. I used yeah. to hate water. Now yeah. it's like I drink I drink a gallon of it throughout the week easily. Yeah. Easily. Shit, I drink uh for a while. That's the other thing that I started doing is uh, I bought me this big shaker mm-hmm. and it holds like I think like thirty eight ounces of water and I'll drink like three of those a day. Um I try to drink at least three of those a day. I think four of them would 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 make up a gallon, but yeah, um, I I just can't do that because I I gotta piss so fucking often oh, yeah. that doing that I gotta, that I gotta stop every fifteen minutes just take picks to yeah, take a piss. The thing that uh, runs through me like that that makes me pee a lot is uh, I take BCAAs for recovery and stuff after I after I train and after I work out, you know, so yeah. I'm not super sore the next day, especially when I had like a long time off, like whether it's you know I just wanted to take a break or. Whatever, which I'm trying not to do. Like, and there's times where I miss four days of class because I'm working. You know, I'm on shift yeah. schedule, so I don't get to go. When I'm on nights, I miss sometimes. You yeah. know, but I still lift, so it keeps me in decent shape. You know, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I tell people a lot is, oh man, I want to start doing jujitsu or I want to try it out, but I'm not in shape. Man, nothing's getting you in shape for that shit. Yeah. Nothing. You better just come train. Yeah. That's the best way to get in there. If you want to get in shape, there you go. And that's the thing. Uh, that's why people say you should mix it up because you could be you could be lifting weights every day in the gym, and then you go do one yoga class, and you'll be sore in places you didn't even know fucking you could be. Yoga fucking yoga is some crazy shit. Yeah, I've I've been meaning to get into it. Um, <sighs> I probably should too, but because uh, I'm, I'm scared. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> I hear you know it'll it'll strengthen you, uh, in places that you didn't even realize that you needed it to be stronger yeah. in. Um, and f- like for one one the first thing I hear a lot of people is. Uh, say they'll they'll go for the first couple times and you'll do a pose and it's not your your quads that get tired or your core that gets tired first the first thing that starts to get tired is the bottom of your feet yep and you got the highest pain receptors on your body at the uh, the bottom of your feet honestly and uh, or one of the highest i think they said and and the and the reason for that is because your your feet are weak you Mm -hmm. know they're always in your shoes you know, you don't, it's not like you do anything with your feet. You besides just stand or walk on them. Um, so when you're sitting there balancing with your feet, all of a sudden you start noticing, yeah. well, my feet are the ones I want to give out first. And it's like, yeah. well, that's because you don't, you know, you don't touch that at all. You know, when you're, when you're deadlifting or you're, you're, you know, doing bench press or whatever, you know, your feet are just there. They're, you don't ever do yeah. hardly shit with them. Exactly. And then with yoga, you know, there's certain parts like where your muscles connect or in your joints that you'll be sore that you're like, what the fuck? I didn't even know I could get sore there. Right. But it's just because you know most workouts with with lifting weights or even the machines you know it, it isolates a certain muscle or a certain muscle group so i feel you know whether it's you know jujitsu or yoga or, or whatever you know whatever other things you want to try i feel like it's good for you to try those other things because like you said you're gonna get sore no matter what like you're yeah. not gonna be ready for it even yeah. if you've been like i've been working out for three years i've been lifting every day doesn't you know, matter you could run yeah. you could run fucking five miles a day every day and you're still not going to have cardio for jiu-jitsu. I mm-hmm. promise, dude. Uh, I have had guys that are fucking... Uh, my buddy Chris that trains there. He used to be a college football player. He still gets tired. Yeah. My coach still... My coach has been training for fucking years. Yeah. Nothing gets you prepped for that other than doing that. Yeah. You know? Nothing. No activity because 
that's what you have to do in order to get better at it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's anything. Yeah. Anything. And it's just, a, it's just, yeah. I mean, I'm all about trying new shit, and I'm, I don't get, int- I don't get intimidated by anything, you know, stupid as far as you know, um, trying to be the toughest guy in the room, or whatever. Nah. Like, like I'm down. F- I, I, and I genuinely am down and been meaning to try uh, yoga out. I've yeah. been really wanting to get into it, especially. But I got, I'm gonna ease into it. Oh yeah, you gotta but, start small. But, but I was gonna say I've, I've been hearing a lot of of stuff that uh, that hot yoga is good for you. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I'll die within the first 30 <laughs> yeah. seconds if I try that. So I want to at least start yoga first right? and then work my way into hot yoga. My coach has actually tried to get me into CrossFit. Um, yeah, I just don't have the money for it, honestly. Yeah. I would actually be down if I had more money. It's not so much the time. I can make the time to go to CrossFit like three times a week or whatever. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Uh, yeah. he, man, I've seen some of his regimens. but i mean he does this every day all day every day you know so it's it's good i mean he has rest days obviously but i mean still he you know he's able to do it you know yeah i just don't have the money for it so and to me um to me the thing too is i don't you don't have to become you know i feel one one misconception is that people think if you work out, you need to be jacked no. or you need to be this or that or whatever. Um, and I feel that that um, that keeps a lot of people from from getting into gyms or getting or trying to start working out because, I've you know, you, you'll see it all the time being at a public gym, whether it's fitness or 24 or whatever. Um, you can you can spot the people not only because they're not in shape, but you can spot the people that don't go to the gym often because they always have the the insecure look on their face mm-hmm. the i don't know what i'm doing and i don't want you know the the douches of the gym to to look at me like i'm stupid because i don't know what right. i'm doing that was my problem I, when i first started working out is that's why i was so secluded to the the community uh center gym because yeah. there wasn't that many people there and it's something you got to break out of man you know? oh yeah i was like that too I, I when i first started working out i started working out with uh friends of mine and then it got to the point where I had to start going by myself and I'd already been working out with, with my friend for like six, seven months. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I went by myself, I, it's like I, starting it was, over. Yeah, I just started back over. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I don't like, I feel like I still don't even know what I'm doing. Right. Um, which I did in a lot of shit. I still had, a, you know, a lot of bad form in certain things, mm-hmm. you know, form is so important too. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh yeah. I, I fucked my back up because of it, but, uh, yeah, I'm I got better. Uh, I'm, it's better now. What were you doing? Uh, I was, uh, when I would squat, um, Instead of, and this is what, and I, I actually just realized it's like a couple months ago. Anyways, I'm skipping around. Um, I was just, uh, when I would have the bar on me, instead of actually, you know, keeping my back straight like this to yeah. keep it up, I was, I was hunching like this. Yeah. So my back was always uh, hunched Forward. over. Yeah. And then I started, you know, trying to lift heavier. And then eventually one time I was squatting and when I came up, I heard a crunch in my back. <sighs> And then I was like, fuck. So I put it down and I, it didn't initially hurt. And I sat at a machine. I was just sitting there and then I could just feel like it was just growing. Like the pain was just growing. And I was like, oh shit, that's not good. And then after that, um, one day I just, it was a freak occurrence. I I bent down to untie my shoes. And as I was coming up, my back just like, Mm. it just like pinched up. And I I just felt pain shoot throughout my back, like all the way down to my feet. And it stiffened me up, and I literally just fell on my bed, and I couldn't move. God, I was just, like, man. stiff on my bed. 
and I was fucked for like a day. Um, I had to go get a. Uh, I I went and got adjusted and, and a couple other things, and I had to ice my back, all this kind of shit. Um, but ever since then, I started doing cryo and stuff like that, so that's helped a lot. Um, and honestly, I started working out uh my core more uh frequently. Yeah. And after I did that, you know, you don't realize that it's so important because this this is what keeps you centered. Right. And this is what helps you maintain your balance and shit like that. And I used to never work out my core. Uh, so even though my arms or my legs or whatever were getting stronger, it's like when I would squat or, or, or deadlift or whatever, my core was so weak that that's when I would, you know, kind of. That's the good thing about squats and deadlifts though, is it works out your whole body. Too, yeah, yeah. You know? And I, I do a lot of uh, pull-ups and chin-ups and stuff. And yeah eventually you gotta use you gotta use some of your core yeah so I, I like right now my like my stomach <laughs> area is kind of sore yeah and uh i noticed after i started working it out more frequently i was uh like just isolated workouts for that i noticed that um when i would I, my deadlifts and my and my squats became a lot more comfortable yeah and i felt a lot more stable and i felt like I don't know. It was just it just kind of flipped one day. Like I was just like, this seems like particularly more, you know, just like more natural. Like it just felt easier. Yeah. And um, and it wasn't you know the weight was the same. It wasn't anything different. But for whatever reason, it just felt like huh, like I, I could just is, knock yeah. these out. Like, yeah. and um, there's always that that switch that's gonna get flipped eventually when you're doing yeah. whatever you want to do. You know, um, like that happens a lot. It actually happened. Like they they finally told me, you know. And jujitsu before I got I got promoted to blue belt back in I think June or July, and they're like I felt like I didn't I hadn't earned it yet. You know? Yeah, I'm real hard on myself when it comes to stuff. You know, I'm like I don't I'm not necessarily like I don't want to be perfect, but I want to get to where I feel I'm doing yeah. right. You know what I mean? I'm very big on like being hard on myself. So yeah. when they told me hey, uh, you're getting your blue belt, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, you sure? Like this is. Yeah, because they sent me they sent me home a letter. Like you a fucking with me? Yeah, a promotion <laughs> letter, you know? Yeah. Because they started doing stuff real official and stuff like that. And yeah. uh, he was like, I, I texted him immediately. I was like, hey, uh, is this real? Yeah. He's like, well, yeah, why wouldn't it be? I'm like, you sure you gave this to the right person? He's like, yes. He goes, I actually held you back longer than you should have mm. been. Because he's like, you're doing solid, man. Yeah. So it was uh it was cool, but yeah, there's always that you know. Eventually, you're gonna it's gonna click. Yeah, it's gonna click. You know, and it actually happened to me recently with my squatting too. I have finally you know, and I asked my coach about a uh, squat form yesterday to make sure I'm doing it right and I'm going far enough down because you yeah. see those guys that just half squat, you know, yeah, all over the place, yeah, all of, and then you get the guy guys that are doing like three fifty ass to grass, yeah, that shit's crazy to me, yeah, like you know I can't go all the way to the floor. Yeah. I'm very tall. You know, um, so I, I, I can't, honestly, yeah. I've tried even with just light bar, yeah. with just a 45 pound bar. It's, it's tough. You know, and see that comes down to also comes down to kind of like flexibility and stuff yeah. like that and, 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 uh, how mobile you can be. So I yeah. feel stuff like yoga, you know, that would even help, you know, you being able to, to whether it's, uh, get in deeper squats or, or whatever, whatever else you're trying to do. Is. Like, yeah, it'll, it'll help you be more, um, cause I, I, I actually already, I stretch you know, before and as, which is a lot of things that people neglect is, uh, I don't stretch. One, at all. Uh, once I hurt my back, I started stretching a lot before and, and after I work mm -hmm. out, uh, especially my back, you know, cause, uh, I'll go in the sauna to kind of loosen my back up. And then when I come out, I'll stretch my back a lot that way. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm real, uh, protective of my back now after that shit happened yeah i don't, I don't really stretch. I do like, like before we train, we do, you know, we'll jog and, yeah. 
uh, warm up. Yeah, some some kind of little dynamic yeah. warm up just yeah. to get the body loose. You don't. Yeah. I don't really feel like. I get a lot of hate for this probably, yeah. but I don't feel like stretching is that important. Yeah. Some people do. I I've never had any issues like with pulling muscles because I there's times I've pulled muscles where I've stretched like crazy. Yeah. And then other times I pull the same muscle without yeah. without stretching. Well, see, you you can pull a muscle just because uh, you haven't drank enough water. Exactly. Yeah. You so know, and it, that was my big problem is I wasn't drinking enough water. That's why I always get pulled muscles now. My muscles are fucking hydrated yeah. all the time. Yeah. I drink plenty of water. And that's the thing. Uh, that's why I feel. Uh, People just need to stop saying, oh, if, if this happens, it's because of this. Because, it, uh, you know, like pulling your muscle, it could happen from not stretching or it could happen from not drinking enough water or whatever else you can get yep. it from. So it's always multiple things. So it's, it's stupid to just say, oh, well, it happened. You know, that happened to you because of this. It's yeah. like, well, no, are you sure? It, it could have been because of something yeah. else. You know, you're just never sure. And that's the other thing, too, with, like, forms and stuff like that. Everybody's got different forms on doing squats, different forms of doing. Not Like, the base form is, you yeah. know, there. But there's certain limitations that people have that, you know. It's like if you're, if you're just starting, you're a fat person. And you go to squat, you're not gonna be able to get that deep if no, if you kind of sure. have a, a huge yeah. gut. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's uh, the way I started learning my squat form was uh, there's a machine at the at twenty or not twenty four hours, excuse me, Fitness Connection on Spencer. It's called the Super Squat, and it's really cool. Like it helps you get the form right. You know, yeah. even keeping your back straight as much. You know, that's the thing. There's always gonna be a little bit of bend in your back because yeah. it's just that's what's gonna happen. And, well, see, <laughs> another thing I fucked up is. When I messed my back up, I messed it up because I wasn't straight. So then I over over straight. Oh, yeah, I over Correct was it. overthinking it. So when I would, you know, go to stand up straight, so this would be me straight, and I would do this. Yeah. So I, to me, in my mind, without realizing it, it's an overcorrection. I, yeah, I was overdoing it because to me. All the way back meant I was straight. Yeah. When it's not, now I'm like this instead yeah. of actually straight. Yeah. So then now. And then now, once I've figured that out, which it sounds so simple when I say it out loud, but that's the kind of shit that's right. like, you don't even realize that you're doing it yeah. until you finally realize Figure that you're it doing out. it. Yeah. yeah. You know, my back was always hurting when I was doing squat yeah. sport because I was leaning too far forward. Yeah. I would squat just a little bit. And then, like, I would, like, finish the squat with my back, which would make no fucking sense. Yeah, like, I, what I are you doing? Saying. Yeah. Uh, look at myself, like, it's like you would squat a little bit and then bend forward. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would come all the way up. Yeah. It's like that no, what yeah. that's not what you're supposed to be doing at all. Yeah. So and that's I, I think that's why I like, you know, working out and stuff like it's always something uh any physical activity it's like you said, you know, your your coach could be could have been doing jujitsu for years, but it you're still learning even every time every 10 years into yeah. anything. He still, you know, he tapes every single match he has when he goes and competes, he tapes every match. He's like Oh, damn, I forgot to do this. Yeah. And I've been doing that for years, but I got away from doing it because I was working this. And that's yeah. the thing, you know, is you got to put the pieces together. Nobody's perfect in yeah. that sport. Nobody's perfect in anything they do. You know what I mean? It's like you're going to have flaws. And that's the thing. You got to embrace the flaws as much as your strengths. Yeah. You know, so it's just stuff like that. So back to it. Um, So we were touching on this earlier. Hendrick made weight. Yeah. 185.8. He said he expected to miss weight because of his <laughs> because of whatever that point two of his underwear or whatever the fuck. I'm wondering if that's what he meant because Maybe. because with the two he would have he would have weighed 186. But even then, 186 is still on weight technically. 
You can well, then, go up to 186. Well, then maybe that was why he said 1.2 pounds. Maybe. Or something like that. Because yeah, that would have put him at 186 and a half or that something. W- that would have put him at 187. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, Which I can understand that. But, I mean, still, it's like, I mean, you should be. You shouldn't have this much fucking many issue. Problems. Yeah, you, you I, shouldn't have this many problems waiting. Yeah, I mean. You, I think I think a lot of the guys are, you know, a lot of fighters try to cut weight too late. Too late, yes. Yeah. I don't think they start early enough. Because yeah. the way I've been explained to, again, this is just off my personal yeah. experiences. Um, you want to peak that week. You don't yeah. want to peak too early because then you're going to be fucking exhausted by the time you get in there. And you don't want to peak too late because... Obviously, you don't want to peak too late. This yeah. defeats the purpose of doing what you're doing. Yeah. But I would start cutting. I started cutting weight in my last uh, competition. Uh, I started cutting weight about five weeks in. Um, and I only had to cut 10 pounds. Yeah. You know, it was easy. Fucking easy. Um, but I cut weight now. And like I said, I'm not making dramatic weight cuts. I won't ever yeah. do that because I don't feel like I'm physically capable of doing it. I was thinking about going down to 168 next time I do it. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I changed my mind. We'll see. And then it also depends on how you uh, how you are during what you would call your, your off season or your off time. Yeah. Because it's like how we were saying, GSP never stops. The motherfuckers, like this This is what he does. So he Every shred- day. So he shredded 24-7. So when it comes to oh you, I need to cut how much weight like he's probably only probably never more than uh fifteen yeah I over, would say fifteen over, yeah and fifteen's not that hard to cut when you're yeah. when you're doing it right but then you know you know you'll have people where they're fighting at one eighty five but they walk around at like two fifteen on their off That's time fucking yeah. crazy yeah it's like fucking retarded you know, I honestly think they should do the uh, intermediate weight classes like uh, uh, the one seventy five because there's a lot of guys that are too small for one set or one eighty five but they're too big for one seventy yeah. There needs to be that. I don't understand why the welterweight division is the only one that ends in a zero two. I don't. It's always been that way, but yeah. I, I don't understand why the welterweight division is not one seventy five. Yeah. You know, I think you get rid of the one seventy and put a one sixty five, one seventy five. That's all you got to really do. You yeah. don't have to make it one sixty five, one seventy, one seventy five, one eight. No, that's yeah. too many fucking weight classes. I mean, I understand these guys got a lot of fighters on the yeah. roster, but they cut a lot of them too. Yeah. But. One se- I think you get rid of the 175, 170 and move it to 175. Yeah. You keep the belt. Whoever the champion is, the champion there. Obviously, if they can make 170, they can make 175. Yeah. Easy. And then you get the 165s yeah. for the guys that feel like, ah, I'm, I'm too small for this weight class. Yeah. And then then it's not such a dramatic difference. But yeah. There's there's a 15-pound oh, difference between 155 and 170 versus yeah. every other weight class is only 10. Yeah. The only and an extra five pounds is a lot yeah, to cut. The only I agree with that. The only other one would be to put one between uh, middleweight and, and light heavyweight. Yeah. Because that's a 20-pound uh, Yeah, that's another also. one. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I do a 195. Yeah. That one, I actually didn't even think about that. But that, that fucking shit, is, that's a 20-pound. That just doesn't make sense to me yeah. as to why they have it that way. Yeah. I mean, I know it's been that way for it's, years. Yeah, that, and everybody And everybody's... You know, a lot of people back then didn't have problems making weight, but uh, again, they were on those supplements. Post USADA, that was uh. Now uh, you need more need more weight classes. Yeah, pre USADA days were easier to make weight, <laughs> and then plus they had the IV hydrations too. Yeah. Um, you know, these guys were cutting literally all the fucking water out of their body, and then 
as soon as they made that weight, they fucking hooked yeah. up to an IV. They're good to go. Yeah. I actually saw a weigh-in the other day from a different fight promotion. I have to tell you uh, in a little while after what fight promotion it was for. But this dude literally had to be walked to the scales to make yeah, weight. Yeah, I've seen that. I was like, what are you doing to yourself? Yeah. Just, to, just to get that extra advantage, you know? Yeah. Like th- that's not an advantage to me. No. At all. You're on you're on death's door the the night before you got a fight. Yeah. Not even uh, twelve hours before you got a fight, man. Yeah. You got like eight hours to get your fucking stamina back, <laughs> get your energy to back. not die. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. I um. I don't understand that shit. I know that there's been a couple times in in the UFC where Oops. you would see someone walk up to the to weigh in and they just looked they looked it's out horrible, of it dude. yeah kevin lee actually looked bad when he weighed in the first time yeah. as, uh against the ferguson fight but again that was probably because of the staff yeah straight up that probably was that well that's the other thing that yeah uh i think it was rogan that was saying how how staff drains you oh yeah like, it, regardless it, yeah. of if you're doing something for it or not because you yeah. got the antibiotics that's well, gonna, yeah that's gonna, and that's gonna drain you too yeah yeah so I think he goes that's why i think that he just said fuck it and went in there with the staff because if he would have started taking antibiotics then he would have been even more yeah. more drained or whatever. Yep. Um, not saying that that, you know, because then obviously the argument from that is like, well, did that change the outcome of the fight? I mean, I don't know if it would have not necessarily win or anything like that. Uh, if that would have given him the extra knows, little push. Yeah, who knows? But who knows? Um, I'd have to run it back. That was a good fight. That was actually a really fun fight to watch. That whole card yeah. was actually really, really good too. Mighty Mouse with that fucking suplex was... It was like, what the fuck did I just see? Yeah, that dude's on some other shit. Yeah, he's on a different planet. Um, dude's insane. So the last thing is, uh, Connor's movie came out. And, yeah, uh, I actually want to watch that. Yeah, I like watching success stories like that, man. Dude came from nothing. He was on welfare when he was a kid. That's that's fucking crazy. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of people hate that guy, man. I fucking uh, I fucking love Connor, and I and I remember Connor's great for the sport, like you're saying, because. As much as people are gonna hate me for this too, casuals are good for any sport, man. Yeah. Because it gets people into the sport more and more and more. I don't like bandwagoners. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, Texans just lost to Sean Watson. You're gonna see a lot of people Bye. fucking jump ship. Yeah. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I'll be sad just for like the rest of the season. It's yeah. okay. Nashville's won. You know, <laughs> I've been a Nashville's fan for a long fucking time, but. Yeah. You know, I don't like bandwagon fans like people that are like, oh, Connor lost to Nate Diaz. Fuck that guy. He's been trash forever. Nah, you're stupid, dude. Yeah. You're stupid. Connor's good. And you can't deny the man's yeah. skill. And then the Nate, the Nate our argument to me is is just complete bullshit. Cause, um, I mean, Connor went up. Connor was fighting. He was, you you to me, if anything, you give him more respect because he was fighting a weight class. Two. He, yeah. Two weight t- classes t- that he shouldn't even fucking be near. Nah, um, he's very small for 170, man. And he didn't even make 170; he made 168. Yeah, and then even more respect because he lost the first time, and when he came back the second time, he said, "Now nah, we're still gonna fight at 170," because he lost at 170, he wanted to win. But now that he won, he's like, "Okay, well, if he wants to fight me again, now he has to come down to 155." Yeah, and um, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, Nate's made weight easily. Yeah. And to no me, if problem. anything, I feel like that fight would be even more. That'd uh, be some interesting shit. Yeah, that'd be even better. Be some um, interesting shit to, right for there. them to actually be at their own, at their actual fight weight. Um, but yeah, man, I fucking I remember the first time uh, I saw Connor, and I actually didn't even get to see his fight. I just saw. Uh, by the time I got to it, I I saw his post fight interview, and he was, uh, just just watching his first post fight interview. I was like. 
dude, this dude's pretty cool. Like, cause he, he, <laughs> he was, he wasn't, he was, he wasn't speaking like everybody else. You know, it's like now you can get on YouTube and you'll find videos of, uh, fighters trying to be like Connor. A lot of them. And well, Chael Sonnen started that whole, the, the uh, shit talking thing. Yeah. 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 Chael Sonnen and the Diaz have always been the heels yeah. of the, if you will, of the MMA world. Yeah. So Connor's just taking it and running and busting yeah, storm, he, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where, um, uh, like you could say like, like even shit, even Tito Ortiz from back in the day, oh, you know, yeah. he was he was talking shit too. Um, so you could say they started it, and to me, Connor perfected it. Yep. He 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 brought all the aspects into it. Um, he because he's you know he's can he can be charismatic, but he can talk, and he's, he's and he backs it up, dude. And he's That's the best, thing. and he's the best shit talker. Like he said, right he said, yeah, yeah he, he says things that just you know because. Damn, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, how, how did you, where'd you come up like, with that? He has he has real good comebacks and <laughs> shit. Like, write this down um, on my hand real quick. You know, and then in the video they'll show comparisons like how uh uh you know fighters are now starting to dress like him. Yeah, fighters are now trying to speak like him as yeah. far as you know talk shit whatever. But I have mad respect for him. Um, he's he's a smart dude and he came like you said he came from fucking from nothing nothing. nothing dude. Um, awesome. But um, so. I guess for the red carpet or whatever of his movie, they asked him, you know, obviously, so what's what's going on? Like, what's next? And he said, um, he's down to fight Ferguson next. So that's yeah. the fight that makes sense. But he wants to be a co-promoter for the fight like he was uh, against Mayweather. Yeah. That being said, it's one thing for you, him to be a co-promoter going into boxing, but I don't know how Dana... And the UFC is going to be about letting yeah, I don't him know, man. be a co-promoter, but basically it it's coming down to that in the sense that um, he's like he already said he's like I made a shit ton of money, so I'm in no rush to get back into it if they if they don't want to let me be a co-promoter, uh, if they want to try to drag this out, you know, because with other fighters like when Luke Rockhold was getting he was he was bitching about something I can't remember what it was. Uh, um, I know after he beat David Branch, he was just like GSP needs to. Step down and let me have this fight. This is my fight. Yeah, and that um, wasn't he sitting out for a little bit or something like that? Well, no, he was injured for a while um, too. I don't know, man. That was actually I don't know if it's him or if I'm confusing him with someone, but I remember someone was was pissed off, uh, kind of directed towards Dana, and he was just like, "Oh, that was a uh, Mark Hunt, was it? Mark Hunt has a they they cut Mark Hunt off of a fight promo recently because he didn't clear the medical. Oh yeah, uh, he was well because he was saying that he's losing memory or. Um, some shit like blacking that. out or yeah, some shit. he wasn't he didn't pass the physical or something like that but and then mark hunt's saying that he's fine and he can fight and dana just doesn't mm-hmm. want him to fight because dana doesn't like him and they don't like each other or whatever the case may be yeah so i know after the whole uh mark hunt's been kind of beefing with the ufc pretty hard uh since since the Brock Lesnar fight because Brock Lesnar got popped for steroids and i don't think they paid mark hunt the shit that they were supposed to pay him or whatever the case was yeah and see, you know, for people, for people at that level, you know, if they're if they decide to say, you know, fuck the UFC, I'm gonna sit out, but they still have a contract under the UFC, mm-hmm. you know, they're now they they can't go fight nowhere else, so they're just sitting there not making money. But Connor just went and made a hundred million dollars, so he has all <laughs> the time in the world to sit yeah. around, like, and it's not like he's not getting making money from you know in other aspects he's already you know he's getting in video games and oh yeah and uh he's just know, on the co- he's on the cover of the new ES, uh, ea ufc3 yeah yeah that too um so he wants to co-promote it 
Um, if anything, like I said, that's another thing that because to me, I don't, I don't think that it's one of those like we just don't want to let him do it. I think they see it more as if we let him do this, then everybody's gonna want to do it. It it gives it shows fighters look. If we really wanted to, we control mm-hmm. this, um, and I feel like it'll give them more power, yeah. and it'll have them, you know, have a different mindset, you know, or, or they're gonna start being saying the whole, "Well, Connor, this, so I want this too." Yeah. Um. So maybe that's not something the UFC would want, but they also gotta remember that a lot of these fighters that are asking for that are not Conor McGregor. Yeah. They're not as skilled as the guy. They're not as active as him. The only thing Conor McGregor is lacking in the in the octagon right now is a title defense. Yeah. That is it. And so, um, I just saw which, too that uh, this pay per view in the last one mm-hmm. is well, this whole year has been bad, but this pay per view in the last one has the lowest amount of sales really since UFC. I think they said forty or seventy something. God damn. And um. That's horrible. For whatever reason, but that's it's like that for everything this year. I don't know what it Jeez. is, but um, the NFL's uh viewings are down, ESPNs are down, UFCs are down. Um, a lot of people for whatever reason just I don't know people aren't watching, watching. Yeah, now. they're not watching sport this year. I guess. Um, oh, I am. <laughs> I, I am too. Fuck that. That's that's one of the only that's the main thing I do. But um, I mean. Connor's on some other shit. He, sure. uh, he's a bad motherfucker, but also not just in a fighting sense, but he's in, smart. In, in a business yeah, sense. Yeah, he's very smart. He's a very good businessman. Um, he gets what he wants. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why. I can't hate on another man's hustle, dude. It's just I can't do it. And that's the thing. The ratings and, the, and, and stuff are so down for the UFC right now that that gives him even more power. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, he's like, dude, I... Because the biggest draws were him, Rousey, Jones, and Lesnar. Yeah. Those were the biggest ones, and three of those people are gone. Yeah. We don't know what happened to John Jones. We don't know what's going on with him right now. It's very quiet. Ronda Rousey's getting married, or just got married. Uh, There's rumors she's signing a WWE contract. I heard about that. And then Lesnar's obviously back in the WWE. So... Who does that leave for big draws? Yeah. Not him. I mean, other guys are trying to come up and make that big name for themselves by, yeah. you know, doing the things that they're doing. But, I mean, fuck, it's hard, dude. Yeah. To me, the only one that might be close would be Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, he's getting there. Um, A lot so, of people like him. Yeah, so if this if this fight um, if if this fight happens, it does what I think it's going to do, which is it's going to be a, a really damn good fight, Yeah. Um, and Cody comes out and wins – then I feel he's gonna get he's gonna propel a lot from that for one. sure. Um, get a lot of get a lot of love. Yeah. Or hate either yeah. way. Haters bring in and, money um, too. And then so if he if his shit does if his stock does shoot up and then he goes down to fight Mighty Mouse, um, I think that becomes instantly a really big draw. Especially if they maybe put another co-main event on there that yeah that uh that uh is uh you know that's worth profile. talking about yeah high profile, high profile shit. Yeah. But I think uh, I think this would be a pretty good card. Oh yeah, I'm looking um, forward to it. It's on my birthday too. Shit. <laughs> so, fun tomorrow. Yeah, so I don't I don't um even the undercards, I mean we didn't we didn't really touch on Wonder Boy and uh I think Jorge wins that fight every time. Yeah. Everybody thinks I'm crazy for that, but I think Jorge Vazadal just gets in <laughs> gets in his kitchen, closes the distance against Stephen Thompson. 
I think I think he beats him. I think he beats him bad too. I think I think that's I think that should be a good fight. Yeah, I like Wonder Boy. Um, don't get me wrong. I yeah. like Wonder Boy, but I just uh, I don't know. After his last fight with Woodley, it just didn't look great. Yeah. Um. He's just he's very uh defensive. He's counter, and uh, Jorge moves in and he's he brings it. You know, yeah. You, a lot of people are like, well, his last fight with Damian Maya was boring. Yeah, but Damian Maya kind of makes you fight boring. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. Damian Maya's a jiu-jitsu guy, and that's his specialty. And if it gets to the ground, it's, an, it's super interesting. Yeah. Provided Damian can do what he wants to do. Yeah. But if he can't, then it's going to be kind of a snooze fest. Yeah, that's that's it's the truth. That's Damian what... Maya's a fucking badass. Don't ever get it twisted. Damian yeah. Maya's the best jiu-jitsu fighter that's ever stepped in a fucking octagon, in my yeah. opinion. He's on some other shit when it comes to jiu-jitsu. Um, and I just don't, I, I don't know, Jorge Masvidal against Cowboy, fucking destroyed Cowboy. Cowboy's yeah. on a three-fight losing streak, which bums me out. Yeah, I think Don't he, like that. Darren Till fucked him up, too. Yeah, I think he's getting on the the last nine. If uh, It's just people are finally realizing Cowboy's a slow starter. Yeah. Very slow starter. And, uh, and not only that, I mean, he's so active, too. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> he just won't fucking stop. Like, dude, you know? take a break. Yeah, nah, like, chill out. I don't need a break. Okay. Like, what, and what weight? What weight class? Yeah, that's cool. I'll, I'll be there. Heavyweight. Yeah, heavyweight. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. Stop, man. But that's—I sure. mean—that's why you gotta respect him. Oh too, yeah, I love though. Cowboy Man. Yeah. Cowboy's awesome. Yeah, love Cowboy. Yeah, that's why I thought it was awesome when he was in on uh on It's Always Sunny. Oh, he was really. Yeah, the, I never saw that. I don't the, watch It's Always Sunny. Yeah, Not a big It's Always Sunny fan. I, I don't like Charlie love, Day. I fucking love. Sunny. I don't like oh. Charlie Day. Um, yeah, this past, <laughs> this last season um, that came out this last year, uh, they invent something called protein, <laughs> which is protein, or actually it's not, it's it's alcohol, milk, and crow's eggs. Ugh. So, so they call horrible. it protein, and uh, I can't remember the other uh, MMA fighter that they have on there because they have two. It's 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 cowboy and somebody else, and they're like, yeah, man, we use, and they actually Charlie and and and. Rob the other guy or Mac, whatever. They um they actually go to a UFC like uh and Dana White's in there and all this shit. You know, they go to a UFC like a little press conference and they go to try to sell their protein, like to try to get them on protein. <laughs> and apparently a cowboy and the other dude, they use protein. And when they show them using it, they show them throwing up in a stall. <laughs> and then he's like, Yeah, protein's real good for uh for cutting weight. Because it, it makes them like it gets they go, it gets everything out of you from awesome. from, from both sides. Wow. So they're just sitting there like shitting themselves and throwing up. Uh, but that was pretty, I thought that was pretty cool. That's um, funny. That's that, awesome though. To see him on there or whatever. That's good for the, that's good for the MMA community too. You know, like it's getting more mainstream and you know, yeah. a lot of people don't like stuff to be mainstream. It's like, dude, you kind of have to eventually. You got to yeah. mainstream it. Not, yeah. not completely, but I mean, you got to, that's just the way of business, man. Yeah, it has to get there. Um, for sure. But anyways, we should wrap this up because you gotta yeah. get to your class. Time to go but train. um, it was cool though. Yeah, man. Uh, Thank you for it. It was tight, me, man. I haven't. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll keep doing this every, probably every UFC pay per view. Well, as long as it's a good one, if I feel like it's yeah, like for sure, ain't. man. I'm always down. Um, I'm always then, down to talk fights. And maybe some dumbass will be here next time. <clears throat> Danny Rodriguez, <laughs> piece of shit. But all right, man. All right, thanks, Eddie. Appreciate it, man. Yep.